fucked up thing was. Happened to you? So basically, okay, sorry. Okay, take another breath. Take another it's breath. Bad today. It's fair. Fair. So, Uh-oh. I like to drink at home sometimes. There's nothing wrong with that. I have a beer when mm-hmm. I edit or when I'm on my computer working mm-hmm. with dinner or Lovely. something. And sometimes you can't finish the beer. Like sometimes you're like, oh, I'm so full from dinner. Like I can't finish the beer. So I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. But I'm a forgetful guy. You know, you'll see my personality test, but I'm a forgetful guy. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll just remember that, that time when we like pre-gamed and we just left the, the beer and the Smirnoff ice on like my the ledge or like the. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes you leave somewhere or something and yeah. you forget okay. it's there. Yeah. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, you know, what? I want to drink, but I don't. I, I don't want to waste these drinks, but so I start drinking my Dead Mouse Five vodka beverage <laughs> from like two weeks ago. My mom loves those. I don't like them though. Yeah. So it was like it's been two weeks since I opened it, and there's like half of it. So I drink it all. It's in your fridge though, right? Nah. Oh. That's yucky. <laughs> no, but it's wait, not... wait, two weeks sitting there open, it just of uh, that. How much is a? Yeah, but it's how like much vodka. is a Dead Mouse? It's five percent still though. No. Yeah. It's well, not enough alcohol to keep it like, like nice. Yeah. Like I yeah, can but... leave. I can leave. Like spiced rum out because it's rum. Yeah, because it's forty percent alcohol. Yeah. No, but like that's mostly sugar. No, but there's no defending yourself. <laughs> no, but, here, but, man. but it's just like I mean, fuck. I'm still wanting to drink. All right. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to waste alcohol. It's like, don't waste weed. You know, if you drop weed. Oh, like, don't waste the up. weed, don't man. Don't waste the weed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't waste the alcohol. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna fucking drink it. And there was nothing wrong with it. And like, okay, now I want more. So I have two. I have two open cans oh, as God. well. But I don't want to drink them, you know? I, I don't want to drink a, a two... Because beer is different. I was like, I don't want to drink a two-week-old beer. Well, it's flat. It's warm. Yeah. Yeah. And so but you I'm drink like, the two-year-old or the two-week-old... Um, uh, I drink the two... Mouse five. Equally yeah. chaotic. And then I had a couple sips of, like, the two-week-old um, Smirnoff Ice. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to dump this beer out. And I'm just going to throw it out. <laughs> so I dumped the beer out. Yeah. There was, like, 20 bugs in there. Dude. Oh! <laughs> Oh, oh my god. That's why so, you don't leave shit out. So <laughs> wait. So there was like 20 like small little like I think they're called gnats. What would you and, mean gnats? What is a gnat? They're just like tiny little like flying insects. So I've dumped the beer out and there's just like 20 little oh, bugs are just in there. And they're re- dead. Reproducing in there. That's why there's so yeah. many. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh shit. Cause like if that was in the beer. Yo, what the? And fuck? No, I didn't, but here's the thing. Here's the thing: is like beer doesn't track as many bugs as like sugary shit, like smearing off ices, yeah. right? So that means there was even more sugar, or I mean, even more bugs in the stuff you drank out of. I don't know because it didn't feel chewy. Like I didn't. Che- <laughs> it wasn't chewy when I drank the other ones. And you're still constipated. <laughs> no, no, no. I just no, that, that was this was like been... a week ago. Okay, this was like a week ago. Like I'm also like eating bugs. Like Bear Grylls does that, and he's fine. Who? <laughs> you know Bear Grylls? <laughs> Who the fuck is Bear Grylls? It's just like some Survivor dude. Man. He, he just like goes in the wild and survives. It's for like, like a reality TV show he goes into the, oh, in the forest. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Um, Do you guys know the show Survivor? Yeah. Okay, so my cousin on my mom's side, um, his name is Joy, and he... Um, when he was on the Survivor show, yeah, like he really? was on Survivor, Can- oh, yeah. Canada or just like um, worldwide, no, just worldwide Survivor. Damn. Survive. Um, I think it was like season seven. It was when Survivor like wasn't as popular. Like, season okay. seven still yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. new for uh-huh. reality TV, right? So he was on Survivor, and this was when my mom was pregnant with me, right? Uh-huh. So my mom was pregnant with me, watching Joy on Survivor, yeah, and then he got eliminated on the show. Uh-huh. And he was so upset and so betrayed by the producers, his team, and everything. He came up with a brand new slur. Oh. And it was oh, popping bees. 
He wow. said poppin' bees what into the camera. What is poppin' bees But it's a mean? slur, I can't... Dude, Ryan. Ryan. It's a slur. What's oh, poppin' bees? Welcome back to Beer Sauce. My name is Nicholas Ponceva, and today I'm joined with... D-R-E-K-Z-H-U, Derek Zoo. And... I'm Ryan, what's up? Um, yeah, I'm just... I just want to address this really quickly. Um, yeah, I... I'm in the process of changing my last name to Ponceva instead of Sollers. I kind of want to maybe just give like a quick one to two minute explanation on why I've decided to do this. This has been something kind of in my, um, the back of my head for a really long time now. It's, but it, it's like, it's like you always kind of want to put the shower head on your asshole, but you never do it. What? Dude, unless what you're, unless about? you're unless Xiaoyi, you're then you do it every time you shower. Yeah, but you know, for me, it's too dangerous, right? Like you always wonder, like you know how you know how when a toilet paper roll is finished mm, and yeah. you want to put your balls in it, yeah, and just like see if they can come out the other fits. end, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. Like you always think about it, but you never do it. That was kind of like what changing my last name was for me. I was like, I it's always in the back of my head, but I've never I I never actually um thought about really committing to it. Mm -hmm. But um I pondered on it for a really long time, and I decided you know like. Um, for me, um, being a Ponsavat, which is my mom's um, last name, um, despite me and my mom having our plethora of issues that, sorry, we're recording outside today. If you hear Sky Trains or something, it's because we're recording at Metrotown today. So lovely. But um, it's ambient. Despite, yeah, despite me and my mom having issues that we probably will not be able to work through. Um, by the time we die or oh, gave up <laughs> yeah. yeah like like but despite me and my mom having a plethora of issues i am much i i'm proud of the Ponsavat name still you know my mom was a single mom and she's done the best she can and she i i, I feel like a big reason why i have such a big work ethic today is because i've seen my mom work till 3 a.m until the job is done yeah right and even like with my grandma um my grandma um Obtavi, she saved dozens of like immigrants. She sponsored people to come here. And even though she couldn't get food in her stomach, she still made sure that like she spent the money to make sure that like people um, from like Laos could come here during the war and shit, which was super fucking epic. And I'm really proud of the Ponsavats. Yeah. You know, like I'm proud of them despite me having our issue, my issues with Ponsavats. I heard that Obtavi actually killed Bin Laden, dude. No, yeah, she did. She did. It was no, her. Barack hired her. <laughs> no way. Yeah, Barack was like, yo, 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 we need the deadliest warrior. <laughs> yeah. And um, to come back from retirement. Yeah. And being a Sollers um, always kind of came with a bit of ickiness for me. Yeah. It always came with like, um, like a ooh for me. Don't. Whoa. No. Whoa. It's, a, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. It's a joke. Um, and it always came with a little bit of um like ugh, like a bit of ickiness for me. And um, you know, it's, it's like just... I'm trying to understand it. So let's say, let me know if this is like a good comparison. Yeah, yeah for sure. So let's say if I just wore like an elf fit. Yeah. Like with a couple stains on him, I walk outside, I'm like icky. But then I put a good outfit on, I feel better about myself. Yes. It's like okay. now I'm wearing a W fit. Okay, okay, okay. On my name. Yeah. Right? So I've decided, I talked to my mom about it, I brought it up, and she's going to assist me with making that change. It's a long process, yeah. but I thought I would change it just electronically for right now, mm. just on like Spotify and like my personal Instagram and stuff like that. Um. So yeah, this was a really big decision for me. Um. very happy for myself that I had the courage to do this and um, that shit like that. Dude, but I just wanted to, yeah, what's up? You got to have your first drink as a pawn. <laughs> that. that is true. But yeah, I just wanted to give like a little quick... Um, um, disclaimer on why, because I've been introducing myself as Nicholas Sollers on the show for the past two years now, the past like 47, 48 episodes. But um, yeah, so 
Fuck yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, I've made such this big change in my life. Yeah. I feel like the only way to reflect this is through retaking the personality test. Fucking segue. This guy is a genius. Mm-hmm. What's up? We're doing genius the MBTI today. Yeah. So what is this personality test, Ryan? So we're doing the Myers-Briggs personality test. Uh, there are basically 16 kind of personalities that you can get based off this. It's a combination of four different letters. And it, it'll, it kind of just tells us... Uh, it's not necessarily a strict box of who we are, but it's an idea of how we would react to certain things the majority of the time. So, uh, the, well, the first of the four letters is either an E or an I, meaning like introverted or extroverted. Yo, sorry, there's people laughing, all good, all good. but it's like an it's a joyous day. It's completely fine. It's yeah. ambience, bro. Yeah. Don't even stress about he it. He was rising. Yeah, don't even stress keep about his, it. Keep his don't even stress about it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to dissect our MBTI results. I feel like if you've been on the internet a little bit or ever talked to a, a psychology art student, they probably brought it up a little bit asking you what your MBTI... You know what? Every time you're on a dating app or something, it's always like, I want to know your MBTI or whatever. And then they'll like judge you based off that right off the bat. I've never gotten that in no? my life. Maybe one day. Maybe now that I, maybe, maybe now that it's been brought up, it'll yeah. happen. Yeah, maybe you know? since you're in psych, people ask that. Do people ask that a lot? Well, uh, I'm I'm actually a sociology student, but my oh, yeah, uh, yeah. my, my partner, bad. she's a uh, she she's like really into that type of stuff, and uh, so her always thing is like, so what's what's your uh, what's your MBTI? And then oh shit, yeah. are there red flag MBTI? There's, oh my god, yeah, what's I the Gemini version? I, it's it's so <laughs> funny. It's like it's like uh, psychology, astrology type of thing. Yeah, um, but like I I don't know if there's like ex- there, there probably are like. In the MBTI Reddit world, there's like, oh, that certain combination of letters is total red flag. But I know that there's like a combination tier list. And I actually, I was texting her before this. I was asking her, I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to, uh, the, today's episode is going to be MBTI stuff. Is there anything that we should talk about? Because, you know, she's she was like pretty into that stuff. And she goes, yeah, I wasn't really, I'm not really too, too big on like all the, the minuscule stuff, but she's interested on like the compatibility of certain people. And I'm like, well, are we compatible? She goes, it's an interesting take. I'm like, oh, Yo! Oh, that's fu- I would just lie, bro. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Okay, so out of out of the sixteen personalities, I'm gonna read all the personalities out right now, just in case people aren't familiar with well, this. Well, I'm you can't sure. get a grasp of any of them just by reading them. You can kind of okay. get an idea because like some of them are like commander uh, or like I guess. Yeah, but like what is like I don't know. Mine just makes no sense. But we'll get into okay, it. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Basically, should I should I? Is it even worth reading all all sixteen of them? Like with the quick description. I would skip the the twenty seconds. I would hit the skip button. Okay. But okay, okay. Also, How about, just skip it if you don't want to hear. It. I yeah. want to preface this too. Like personality tests are very subjective, and there's generally no, uh, you know, ob- there's no objectiveness to personality tests and or or whatnot. But in the world of psychology, generally the MBTI test is the most credible, though it is subjective and mm-hmm. is biasing because you are taking it yourself. But um, generally, people stand by the, the validity of MBTI more than anything else which one did you get ryan who like what is my mbti yeah so i i the first time i took it i was in grade eight um and i didn't really know what it meant it was just kind of like a completion mark in one of our classes yeah that's the first time that's the same reason why I yeah did it as yeah, well. yeah and and then i couldn't i didn't really kind of make anything of it until like i started talking to some like psychology astrology student or whatever and uh yeah and i did it again I, and i got the same I got the same one from, from like change. six years later. <laughs> and so yeah, I, I'm a I'm an ENFJ, which Ooh. is the protagonist. And every time I, I I talk to people about it, I always like I don't want to say I'm the protagonist because yeah. then it sounds like a then, yeah, and yeah. it sounds like oh I'm the main character type of shit. But 
I, I, unfortunately, it's called the protagonist. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an ENFJ, and we're going to get into that a little do bit. You, do you agree with with your personality? Like, what are the strengths and weaknesses of a protagonist? Uh, you were a protagonist before. I was a go. protagonist. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll get okay. into it later, yeah. So, I mean, do we want to kind of like... You, you want, did you want to go through all of the I'm the thinking names? we go right okay. into yours, sure. and we can move on to each one. Okay, sure. So, I'm an ENFJ. That means protagonist. And so, like, the first sentence uh, describing it, it says, like, the protagonist strives to impact the world around them. Uh, they're kind of like the glue with their friend group or whatever project. Kind of like a... They, um, I don't want to say, like, like leader or, like, direction, but they, they kind of hold things down, hold things together. Anyway, so, like, the strengths of an ENFJ is that they're receptive, reliable, passionate, altruistic, and charismatic. What does altruistic mean? Let me let me pull up the, the definition. I don't even right know. Here. I don't even know. Sounds good, though. Okay, before Ryan pulls up the definition, guess what altruistic means? Um, It means, like, Ultra you, awesome. you... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, you go okay, first. Okay, I think altruistic means... Um, oh, you like to tr- climb trees. I think humble. Okay, like, I'm gonna say climb trees. Uh, all right. Okay. If you you're say, right, I'll give you a million dollars. Are you are you on God? Altruistic. These, I think it's like humble. Say climb trees. Something like please that. Say climb trees. These personalities are known for harboring a deep desire to be a force for positive change. And <laughs> climb trees or no? <laughs> oh, force for protagonists generally believe that they bring people together and uh, they can do the world good. So it's like, yeah, you're the glue. You're the glue. Do you You're think you do the world good? I hope so. I hope I think so. You, I think Ryan does the world very I good. I mean, do even your profession good. is you wanting to do That's good true. for the world. If right? I had to choose somebody that does good for the world, it would probably be you. Yeah. Aw, that means so much. Because yeah. all Nico and I do is just throw milkshakes at each other. <laughs> hey, that could brighten someone's day, though. You, like the content, that is true. The content that you guys make, if you're having a shitty day and then an episode, uh, I don't know, a clip of Zesties co- comes up and it's a, you know, a video of you squirting lime into your eyeballs true, or whatever, true. that would make me chuckle for a little bit. And you're doing me a good service. That is true. Unless you I'm actually the drowning episode of Beer Sauce. <laughs> but sometimes people want to get humbled. So we're actually. But it's also consoling, too, where it's like, if I'm also drowning and I listen to you guys drowning, it's like, we're drowning together we're now. Drowning together i'm not alone that type of thing yeah but anyways like the the enfj weaknesses is that we're unrealistic overly idealist condescending intense and uh i guess too empathetic i guess you can be too empathetic okay would you agree with those because i feel like me and derek don't know you to the point where we could be like yes or no for every single one of those do do any of those like resonate with you like yo those are some of my weaknesses i want to speak in like the most humble position as i can because then like these are very like uh, i guess really good traits and so yeah i i I do agree that i uh, i am i'm very like when it comes to my my work ethic or whatever i'm quite receptive and and flexible and and the things that i do i'm very passionate like like if i'm going to do a project or something i'm going to give it my all yeah i mean Uh, dude for today's episode of beer sauce ryan is one of the only guests to make pages of notes before like like <laughs> i hung out like i was with ryan maybe like two days ago or some yeah. shit and he was like yeah i just need to do some more research for the episode i was like damn bro is doing <laughs> i don't want to sound unprepared i don't want to um and awe too much now yeah. on the episode no, yeah, that's yeah. what we do all the fucking time bro <laughs> yeah our thing is more like we just say stupid shit yeah <laughs> like like the how you um because we bring up a lot of takes and you say it as like from our uneducated opinion, because we never edu- we're just not educated yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, wait, what we were don't some prepare. of the strengths, right? So yeah, the strengths is that I'm receptive, reliable, passionate, altruistic, meaning that I kind of want to. Oh yeah, climb trees. Ch- yeah, climb trees. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and charismatic. And so I don't know. Would you guys say that I'm charismatic? Yes, I would say 100%. you're fucking very charismatic, charismatic. Thank you. bro. Yeah, like I re- like 
the first time I ever saw Ryan was actually at a Peach Pit concert. Oh, that shit was so funny. That okay, was yeah. so funny. I was with Cody, and then Ryan was like, holy shit, this you played for grade school. And that was the first time I ever met Ryan. And I saw him for like two seconds. I was already in love, bro. Well, that was the first time I met Cody And I was like right well. behind him, yeah. So here, uh, here's, a, I mean, we're kind of going on, on, on a tangent, but like if you guys are familiar with the Beer Sauce lore and the Beer Sauce characters, uh, Cody, who is also on your guys' show, he plays in a band called Grade School. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be coming out soon. Album coming out September first. I also play in the band Grade School, but I joined much much later. And so I was a fan of Grade School in the very beginning, and uh, I recognized Cody at a Peach Pit concert. And Cody was with Nico, mm -hmm. and I kind of came up to Cody and like, "Oh hey, what? When's the album dropping?" And he's like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "You're the Grade School guy." And then a year and a half later, I now I'm in Grade School. So it's that's it's just that's a, pretty. It's, it's just a funny kind of full circle moment. It's funny how things play out, right? Yeah. Um, but is there any is there anything else in the protagonist category that you want to mention or you agree with or disagree with? Like, would you say your personality fits you? Like, it molds you pretty well. I think so. It's um. I, I think the, the the protagonists like uh is they, they get shit done, right? Yeah. And so if I'm, you know, group project at school or if like anything that I set my mind to, I'll do I'll 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 do it and then I'll execute it with as much quality as possible. And so I think with that too, you get a little sense of um the feeling that you're better than everyone, <laughs> which, which sucks, right? Because and and then and so and some Yo. of and and because because if if you have your shit together, like say say you're in a group project at Rose school, right? Supremacist. You're you're doing a you're, you're doing a group project at school, and you're like you're managing the group chat. You're like you, yeah. you where's where's your part? And oh, then, I used to do and that. And you're like yeah. managing everything, yeah. and then like there's the one shitter in your group who's not getting shit That's done, Eric, to be, right? Eric. And you're like, why? I'm getting me. my shit done. I'm piecing shit together. Why aren't you? And then you kind of feel like. You're, you're you're an asshole because you're micromanaging and being like you know a, a, the authority over everyone and so yeah. um you, you know, some of the 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 weaknesses here is that they're overly idealist or idealistic so it's like in my mind i this is my end goal i'm gonna do the work etc done right mm -hmm. and then the, not everyone has the same work work ethic as i do because i think that everyone's gonna have the same work ethic as yeah. i do and that results to condescending which can be like come on man why aren't you why aren't you uh like 15 minutes early like i okay. am that okay. type of thing okay because the thing is is i at least used to do the same thing in group projects yeah and like say if me and derek had a group project together yeah and i've done this in university as well i'm fucking stunned that people who are in university that are paying to be there yeah. like bro like just fucking do it like i feel like it's me, different bro. in high school yeah. because you're forced to because be, like, when me and derek had group projects to. together i had to nag this motherfucker so <laughs> no you hard. did not bro did you dude i because i we had a i'm gonna bleep this guy's name out but we had a social studies project with you and me sky Bro. No way you nagged me. Bro, you got it done like the two minutes before we had to yeah, get it done. Yeah, but I always pull through. Yeah, but I didn't know that yet. Because yeah, we were like true. 16, I, I guess didn't know we, you, you didn't know me that well, but yeah. if you knew me in high school, you would know that I always pull through with like a minute left. Like, yeah. always. <laughs> but then I lost that superpower in university, and that's why I didn't do well. But I got like Damn. stripped of that superpower. Like, my kryptonite was like, I don't Headlines. know. Headlines? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what my kryptonite was, but it stripped me of, and now I'm like a mortal being again. <laughs> I mean, but you're, well, I, I was going to say, like, what, what's the opposite of kryptonite? You're strengthening kryptonite, which doesn't make sense, is drinking while working. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh -huh. I do, I do, I do pretty well because it makes me happier. And when I'm happier, I'm more productive. 
If it works, it works, I guess. Yeah. Like, but don't drink survived. old beer, though. Don't, don't, don't drink don't, old beer. Don't that drink old shit. Beer. Every time I'm going to look into a can, I'm just going to think of that story. Really, yeah. Yeah. It was like, I was like stunned. That's fucking I gross. was like, wow, like that would happen to me, though. That's fucking gross. Like, it just like think about somebody that would happen to. It's me. Yeah, it's you. Um, um but Ryan, what I want to ask you yeah. is, um, because me and Derek have retaken this personality test because yeah. we did this on Beer Sauce about two years ago. Uh-huh. But so much has changed yeah. throughout our lives. We wanted to retake this episode, sure. and also just taking a personality test is such a great way to introduce somebody. And yeah. that was kind of our goal with today's episode is for Ryan to for like everyone to know a bit more about Ryan and for us to know a bit more about Ryan, right? But what I want to ask is, me and Derek's personalities have changed. Over the course of the like time we've taken like it last year and time. A half. Yeah. yeah. Why do you quick, think wow. you've okay. stayed the same throughout like even when you were thirteen and you were cooming? Yeah. <laughs> now you're now you're like a grown man. And like, you're still cooming. Yeah. <laughs> no, and you're no but you're still like the same guy. Yeah. Like or not the same guy, but you're like you still have the same base hmm. personality. I think I found just like what worked for me really worked for me. Like uh, like I guess the 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 main thing to kind of round off the ENFJ protagonist personality is that we're very, very passionate. And mm. sometimes you get so passionate. Yo, yo. Oh my God, there's a green That's bug on aphid. you. That's Is that an broke. aphid? It's green. La- I'm pretty don't sure. ladybugs eat aphids? All right, goodbye. Goodbye, aphid. I'm pretty sure a ball, uh, I'm Splat. pretty sure a bug crawled up into my shorts and all my balls. Oh no. Is that why it like hurts right now? You no, well, my balls, just, balls, my balls just itch, but we're in public and we're like right just beside the sky train. Like what if everyone at the sky train sees my balls? And then they, they take a video of you and it's like guy from library show <laughs> yeah, itches yeah. his balls it's in like, public. I actually cried, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan, why you why have you said the same guy? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess my, my work ethic is like I've always understood that if you if you want something, you just kinda have to do it yourself. It was kind of like a like a DIY mentality where it's like if if you if you stick to your your plan with consistency you can get it done and so whether that's like sports teams or projects or things in general if you stick to it and like you put your your care into it or your 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 affection and your and your passion to it it gets done and i think with that too whether it's like personal goals or passions or hobbies or, or whatever um from point A to point B, that's how you get there. And I think I just stuck with that all the way, whether it's relationships or anything in general, where if you just stay true to whatever you're doing, um, I think that's why I kind of stuck with it. Why did you have that mentality as a 13 year old? Yeah, what I was that's like, I was like, <laughs> what was I doing? I was playing Roblox. Yeah, I was fucked up when I was 13. I was, I don't know. I mean, I, I've always been very social. Um, I mean, I feel like now I'm becoming less and less social, but the the E stands for extrovert. And I, I think we should preface this to what the difference between an extrovert and an introvert yeah, is. And, and we're going to get into your guys' personalities later. I feel like I'm just like rambling a lot here. Well, that's, just, all, no, yeah, that's a podcast, turn, bro. <laughs> like, this is your but, personality. But, so I like to describe kind of like what it means to be extroverted and introverted, kind of like a points-based system, right? Think mm-hmm. of it Think of it like you have like a, like a change purse, of a coin purse, right? And your coins reflect how much energy, how much social battery you have. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, for myself, I'm extroverted. So assuming that you have an empty coin purse, for me to get more coins, I have to be social. So if I'm if I'm if I'm if I have a, if I have a bad day and I'm just feeling down and I want to replenish my my piggy bank or my coin purse, I'm gonna be social. I'm gonna talk to friends. I'll go like, hey, let's go, let's go get a drink, let's go hang out, let's go watch a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reach out to some friends and have a have a conversation. And then for from each interaction, I get a coin and then my coin purse refills and then I feel good. If you're introverted, it's the other way around where it's like if you have a shit day and your energy is all drained, 
how I can, how am I going to replenish my coins? I'm going to stay at home and watch a movie. I'm going to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. That oh, too. Gas yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. it's so erotic. Good soundtrack. Always gets me on, bro. They should make a homosexual version. <laughs> That's like, who would you cast in it? Me, oh, me and Jerry. Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet got to be one of them. Yeah, I mean, that's just call me by your name. But is he the top or the bottom? Whoa. Uh, he's the bottom for sure. Uh, he's yeah. the bottom. And the top is like, who you picking? Me. I want to I want to plow him. You got your red room? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, so like if you're if you're an introvert and your 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 energy levels are low, how are you going to replenish your coin purse? I want to stay home, I want to play video games. So I'm going to stay home. I mean, and not to make it not to put a negative con- connotation of staying home and play, playing video games, just how you derive energy. And so essentially it's how you derive energy. I derive energy from staying at home and hanging out with my dog, being uh, by myself. And so for my, for myself, when I need to replenish my energy, I reach out to other people. I I, I don't know, I'll re- reply to Nico's Instagram story and be like, holy shit, what's going on? And start up a conversation, et cetera. Yeah. And so me being kind of extroverted, I feel like um, you get a lot of human connection just based off your your community. And that I just, I just find a lot of joy meeting and talking to people. And that's, it gives you a sense of community. And then I just like being present, I guess. Yeah. I think... A lot of viewers would assume that we're extroverted. Like when I when I listen to it back, I'm like, this guy's so extroverted. Like, bro, I want to like, hang yeah. out with this guy. But it's like me, and I'm just not. Like, I'm very introverted. After a podcast, how do you feel? Are you are you? Do you feel so? When you're tired after a podcast, yeah. how are you going to replenish your your coin? Bro, purse? I'm gonna go watch Bub Kiss with Pete Davidson, bro. <laughs> but by yourself, yeah, with homies, by, myself. by yourself, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. after an episode of Beer Sauce. Like we I shut up. Go home, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we yeah. have to go shut up. Like somewhere. I need to go home and shut the fuck up. For bro. me, I want to go tell people about the episode. It's crazy. I want to go. I, I want to go. Like, oh, I was just on the episode. This is what we talked about, and just kind of share what's going on verbally, socially. So for me to go home after this and just kind of like shut down, I mean, sometimes I do feel like, I mean, we're not always on all the time, on, on, on mode all the time, but like, yeah. for me, it's, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather go to a bar and hang out with some friends, you know? Okay. I think it's, it's interesting because I've never, cause that way that you described like the difference between extroverted and introversion is like the perfect way. I think yeah. like, I've never seen it described the coin purse gas yeah, because way. when you hear that example, you, you a hundred percent know which one you are. Yeah. Whereas like. Because I used to think I was extroverted, and I think I was a yeah. little bit, but I think I was the most extroverted when I didn't have friends because, like, I couldn't. I just like you didn't have a. Choice. I didn't have a purse, yeah, bro. Yeah. You, well, you didn't have a purse to begin <laughs> yeah, with. I didn't have a purse. Yeah. yeah. But now that like I feel like I have social interactions like every day. Like I find this myself like making time of like okay, I'm not doing anything yeah. today. Like I can't. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like as I mature too, I'm becoming more and more introverted. Just like. It's. I just look at your your social your social battery, how much social battery you have at the end of the day, and how you want to kind of like replenish it. And as I'm maturing, and as I kind of like been so extroverted for so many years, it's tiring. It's it is yeah. mentally taxing, and so a lot of the time I find myself, oh, I just want to go home. I want to hang out with my dog or that type of thing. No, hundred percent. I I super relate to that. Yeah. Like I think becoming more, I think mellowed yeah. is the way to put yeah. it. And I'm actually gonna go into my personality types right yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I've done this test three times of my life like the 16 personalities or the mbti quiz yeah is like i think everyone knows what that is right like yeah. if you're north american you know what that test is it's mm. so well known and i've taken it three times one time i did it in school when i was in grade 11 and then i did it when i graduated and then i did it last night yeah and the first time i ever did it when i was in high school i got the entertainer wow. which i think matched me in high school i was a fucking no coomer. you were an entertainer like if you 
If you wanted to be mysterious one day, yeah. like you're like, I'm being mysterious today. Yeah. You walk in with your hood on, but you have a class with Nicholas and he sits next to you. You're not mysterious anymore, bro. Like you're laughing. Like your whole, your whole mysterious facade is gone. Like you were like the class clown, like stereotype guy. Damn. Okay. Well, that comes with good things and yeah. that comes with bad yeah, things. Yeah. What are your strengths yeah. and weaknesses with that? Um, well, my weaknesses is being a class clown, you come across like a dickhead half of the time, no lie. Yeah. Depends. Okay. To, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But to, like, to me, you were always like, this guy's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. But like, if I was like a little like, if I, was, like I think he's a, <laughs> I would think that guy's a fucking asshole, bro. Yeah, I, th- right? I could definitely see why. People, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes with two ways. Like, I feel like it was, it's a taste. Like sometimes, sometimes you're not in the mood for my shot of H. Like, there's a time and place for exactly tables i know there's there's a time and place for being hilarious and sometimes like you're not in the mood i I know some people um were like damn like nico that guy was weird because he would wake up at eight in the morning and just be on and and honestly that i've heard like i said that fair is that still you know are you on all the time (laughs) no yeah but it's like i feel like that's jealousy bro like people were jealous of you Okay, I maybe well, some I, people I that like um some people that I guess criticized you for being on all the time or like I need to hear never... some of these other names, bro. Expose them. I'll bleep all of them out. Oh, it's like okay. I don't even fuck with those people, so it's fine. I know, but they yeah. were just like, "How's the guy on all the time?" And it's like, "Yeah, but you guys I'm are hilarious, off all bro. the time." Yeah, so like you, yeah. you guys are jealous of my boy. <laughs> so yeah. being a, being an entertainer came with really good things. It also came like like as an example, yeah. Sometimes at eight a.m., you don't want a little Laotian kid. Spitting jokes, right? Like sometimes oh, you just don't want. Or like it. asking it's the teacher in if the he morning. Can, yeah. <laughs> or like asking the teacher if he can use a calculator in a history test. You're like, yeah. Sometimes you don't Some want like that, that, right? And then sometimes <laughs> there it, it works, right? Like, and the entertainer works half the time because you don't always have to be on. And honestly, the reason why I was an entertainer was because I was a people pleaser, which I still am. Because if uh, being an entertainer, like you want everyone to have a good time, and the way I dealt with that in high school was to make everyone. What it to it was to attempt to make everyone laugh. Yeah. Right. Well, I think you did a good job. Some people would disagree. Well, fuck it. It matters because well, nobody else is in your life like that. Yeah. Didn't like I, it, so, and yeah. I liked it, and I'm still. And that's here, what so matters. That shit was gas. So, and then um, yeah, in high school, I was like fucking out of my mind off crack most of the time, and it then seemed like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then graduating, um. We had we graduated through quarantine and that's that's shitty. We were in lock. It is what it is. Um, but we were in lockdown for a really long time, and I think I completely not seeing people every day anymore and not feeding off the energy of thirty people in a classroom anymore made me mellow out a lot. How did quarantine or how did you deal with quarantine? Did you find the Minecraft and porn? (laughs) Respect. Wait, Minecraft porn? Minecraft porn? Yeah, remove the and. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cut out uh, the middleman. Mm-hmm. And um, um, so then I mellowed out to a protagonist. Yeah. Which was Ryan's current personality. Uh-huh. Interesting. So me and Ryan were essentially this. I should have changed my name to Nicholas Ng <laughs> instead of Ponsevi. <laughs> did you, did you suffer during quarantine not having a lot of like social interaction and stuff? I mean, like, the porn can only do you... So- the, like, my chatterbait <laughs> girlfriend can only provide me so much company. You're you know? Well, now we got NPC three. girlfriends now. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Wait, gang, what? gang gang. Gang gang. Oh, gang, yeah. Gang. Those are Thank you very much. Mm, Dude, you, so your Pokemon tier three sub just wasn't doing it Yeah, it wasn't doing you. it no. for me anymore. And I'm just kidding. I didn't actually do that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. um... um uh, so I mellowed out a lot throughout um, quarantine. Yeah. And then... Um, that's actually when I took the test again. So we recorded on Beer Sauce like two years ago, right? 
was that two years ago dude, we've been doing this for a long time dude right? it was like a year and a seven months wow which is basically two years yeah. right? um like it's basically five foot six is basically six feet yes right? absolutely so i'm basically six feet tall yeah. um and then um once again i mellowed out really hard again and now bro after, keeps getting mellowed yeah after redoing the test i am a let me pull it up on my phone the mellow i yeah <laughs> i am a esfjt console or console i don't is it, it says console you're extroverted console, console. e what? oh sorry esf um esfj dash t so you're you're sensing your feeling i'm sorry are you a j or a p uh j uh, esfjt jt oh yeah so judging interesting so um i don't even know what that means like what do you get like i don't even read into the letters i honestly just read the the like the introduction and strengths and weaknesses because yeah. i think the letters are really hard to um assess yeah especially when it's so like you can interpret it in so many ways yeah i think answering the questions is pretty tough because i like to use my gut feeling sometimes on the yeah. questions it'll be like i don't know what was one of the questions um you would throw away a good time for somebody else or some that was one of them right uh -huh. and it's like okay i want to say yeah but then i think about it and then no but then you got to think, have I done that before? And it's, mm. I overthink all the answers yeah. because I want it to be really accurate. Yeah. But then it's like, fuck, I don't know. You, it's so hard to answer. You also took your test at different times of the day, too. So you yeah. see you get different answers. Because, <laughs> like, 3 a.m., like, I think you see the world less optimistically in 3 a.m. Or hornier. time of the day is 3 Yeah, you're, you're hornier at 3, so you change. But then, like, when you just wake up. So you then, took the test at your peak horniness. Yeah. Okay, fair. So and I'm more extrovert at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I know I was an extro extrovert. Yeah. So I jerked in the morning mm -hmm. and then I did it again and I got introverted. Well, which I, was more I, I had to jerk off before we came just because I knew Ryan was coming and yeah. like I had to make sure well, I could Well, you never one. know. Yeah, exactly. And so um, the intro line for, I, hopefully, is it consoles or console? Like, like console. Console. But isn't that like, like what you play PlayStation on? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say console if I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry, everyone. You're a PS5. But for consoles, life is sweetest when it's shared with others. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, you, you like people. I like people. Yeah, me too. I don't. Yeah, I like people. I like most people. Yeah. Um, people with this personality type form the bedrock of many communities, opening their homes and their hearts to friends, loved ones, and neighbors i would i think that's true i think that's really true i think i've been so i i kind of just got started to get to know you guys and your guys' friend group in the past maybe four five six months yeah and so i know like every time there's a party at like alex's house or whatever i Shout know out. everyone there but I, I just know them i don't i don't know them too well at all yeah but and so i kind of just be there in the corner on my iphone calculator just trying to like <laughs> yeah checking the weather yeah checking the weather right because like, i know these people like but it's not enough for me to, to kind of like get out of my shell and be like yeah. even though i am an enfj whatever that means mm -hmm. um i mean and i do love people and and being you know i think a party scenario yeah. is just like not it's so yeah. much more different because you could turn an extrovert into an introvert in a party that's true but what, I'm, what i'm saying is that if Nico was there, he would just bring the whole room together. Do like, I? Yeah, I think so too. Because last time when we were at Cody's thing in the park, right? It was you, me, Cody, and a few other people there, right? If you weren't there, it would just be kind of like casual conversation, just like whatever, whatever. But you glued everyone together and you kind of tied us in, in, in mutual... I don't know conversation. Wait, am stuff I? Him? I didn't realize <laughs> I was him, bro. You, bro, you were him. you were main character. 
What's that night? Him? It was Cody's birthday, but you were pretty main character that yeah, set, man. Dude, wait, but nice. it was Cody's birthday. No, I mean, like, Cody was going along with it, too. I'd be like, but the thing is, you you brightened up the situation and you enticed everyone in the conversation. And Damn. So, so you were, like, kind of, like, the centerpiece. And we were all kind of feeding off of you. Him, no, it was bro. great. It was great. Because then if you weren't there, it would have been kind of, like, borderline. Like, sorry, not borderline. It would have been surface-level conversation. Mm. But you tied everyone in and started saying, like, just more personal things, which made everyone feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. This is actually something I got from Derek. I feel what? like... What? Um, this, yeah, this is something I got from Derek. If you make almost fun of yourself about personal shit, yeah. it makes other people feel comfortable talking about themselves as uh-huh. well like That's true i was sharing a lot about my past You're being vulnerable yeah and then while we were walking to mcdonald's to escape all the 16 year old coomers <laughs> um i ended up talking to sam about his dad yeah and like oh, just some of the shit. shit that went down i noticed that because you and sam are not necessarily the most close right me and sam are not boys as of yet yeah yeah but then what you guys were talking about right off the bat like you, you guys became instant bffs for that moment and i'm like holy shit they're being really you and sam both were being very very vulnerable at that very moment right yeah and so like but like i said you're you're gluing everything that's i think that's reflecting off your your old enfj self where you're gluing together the world around you dude i, I had to interrupt but it's the, the sun man do, we do can we shift over oh over there it's it's, it's, yeah. it's killing okay me. um yo we're gonna take a quick pause because uh once again we're recording outside of the summer it's 30 degrees out and the sun is it, right it's on tough. us it okay again. Uh, we'll be back in like two minutes okay just sat down my butt okay so um we're back uh, what were we just talking about you were him i was him at yeah. Cody's party but, but in a good way it wasn't like you're like you know being the, the loud drunk guy at the party like yeah. standing out trying to like, get everyone's attention it was just like you made everyone feel included i don't need, i didn't even realize how did I you learn that? that from me oh no no what i was gonna say is um i mean i i kind of learned that you from make Pete. a lot of jokes at your own expense and you kind of embraced that part of you. And yeah. I think it's something you do subconsciously. The same thing with, like, apparently, like, how I created, like, a com- like a open space for people, which yeah. I didn't even realize I do. It was subconscious. It was subconscious. You don't even realize you do this, but, like, you create jokes at your own expense and inherently making everyone around you feel more comfortable hmm. with being themselves. I didn't because even. Because you're yourself. I think I have to thank one person for that, and it's Pete Davidson. Shout out he Pete. does that. That's, uh, that's, that's oh, a good... Or reference or or example because there's a happy medium of how to do it where yeah. you don't want to be too self-deprecating yeah and then to make it seem like you're just begging for attention like yeah. oh I'm so ugly oh that's so funny because I'm a X Y Z whatever oh, whatever yeah. and then you're just and then people are like oh no you're not whatever and then it becomes less it's of like, a you're like fishing and then for just compliments be, exactly yeah. it becomes fishing for compliments or attention or or like a therapy session but it's just like you being vulnerable and just opening it up taking off that like uh, NPC filter. It's yeah, gotta be from like a source of you can't. It's a there's an art to it. Yeah, because exactly. if you do it from a sense of like I have no self esteem. Yeah, and I need people to like be nice to me. Mm-hmm. It's not funny anymore. You make it like weird. You made it awkward. I, but if yeah. you just joke about it because you just think it's funny, <laughs> I think you're just comfortable with who you are. Yeah, yeah, both there's you guys. An art to it. Yeah, dude, you're. I love your. Bro, just put. Toes, thank bro. you. I just took off my Look burks. At, I knew you guys were gonna make a comment. Bro, about it. Oh, oh my god, dude, we, we bro. Got, we bro has have, a multicolor tone. Do we have similar feet, dude. Asian people similar have feet? similar feet. I mean, I'm that. I mean, like, Asian sense. people have. If yeah. like you guys are both. I mean, you guys. Derek's Korean, but he has a lot of Chinese. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Chinese uh, characteristics. Ad, yeah, character. Thank you. Is your second toe longer than your big toe? Mine. No, is. mine is not. 
No, so we do have similar feet. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay, so it's the weird. strengths and weaknesses of consoles are our strengths are we have strong practical skills. Pract what is practical? Um practical I think means like um I can do a push up if I really need to or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What I, does I think practical we're, mean, I, Ryan. Well, yeah, what is that? <laughs> I guess pra it's, it's so vague because because uh, a lot of things could be practical. The description yeah. says consoles are excellent managers of day to day tasks and routine maintenance. How's I your, think that's true. How's your organizational skills on like no, the fucking I think goats? It, I, it, that's true. Hundred percent. You guys are are managing beer sauce, zesties, your own jobs, and you're in school. Yeah, that's four projects. What else are you doing? Like. Um, we, we try to also maintain relationships. Well. Yeah. yeah, and so you're doing all that. You're juggling multiple projects at once, and so you're you're logistic. So when we were trying to plan this episode, I wanted to meet yeah. this dude. Like, okay, we got this many things going on. We got to work around these dates. I'm like, holy shit, you got a lot going on. So your organization of your your, your logistics and everything should be and is on point. Yeah. Also, you got to walk your dog. Yeah, I have to do shit, bro. Yeah. I have to do chores. Like my mom needs me to clean her bathroom and shit. Bro. Yeah. Um, I have a strong sense of duty. I only poo like two to three times a day. Poo poo. Wait, did you get my joke? Cause duty, no one laughed. Okay, what's duty? Ha -ha. Never mind, bro. Ha -ha. Um, <laughs> like dookie. No duty. You know when you took a duty? I have to take a duty. No. Okay, bro. Um, people with console personality types have a strong sense of responsibility and strive to meet their obligations. Though this may sometimes be more a sense of social expectations than intrinsic drive. So a strong sense like. I think like, that's does that true, mean donating to homeless people? Because if I'm at McDonald's and it says round up to round up twenty cents oh, and donate it to children, no. I go fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. Hey, I'm you not donated it at the Bunny Cafe. Yeah, because I felt bad. Dude. You donated two dollars because the bunny dude, cafe. I donated two dollars when I was at the Bunny Cafe because the um the employee asked me like what was I gonna say no, bro? Yeah. Like they asked me like I can't say no. <laughs> if bro. so, if you're in public and someone like drops something, right? Do you so hey so you pick it up and you go excuse me you drop this because you feel like it's just the moral thing to do or you just do it out of like sheer kindness um well just like because you dropped it bro like yeah I, I feel like that's hard to like pinpoint like i just like it's yours like yeah. like, <laughs> like i'm not gonna take it bro <laughs> yeah um and i think this one is true very loyal yeah you um, are loyal i think that's i mean true. like i feel like like i think loyalty is like the most important thing in relationships like i've like aragon and shit um nobody's watched that movie like lord of the, the rings the, the, the oh, dragon America. Not E. Reagan, bro. Aragon from Lord of the Rings. No, what's the book? Dude, Derek E. Reagan. E. Reagan. No, well, you made a review of a movie that nobody's ever heard before on Letterboxd. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I, I, it is spelled dragon, but with an E and not a D. So I was like, E. Reagan, bro. It's e. like, e yes. You know, like yeah. spell eyes. I, yes. um, and sensitive and warm. I feel like that could be true to sort. I, I sometimes like, it, like obviously, if someone killed my mom, I'd probably be a bit cold. But I feel like most of the time, I, I attempt to come off more of as a warm person. Like, I think warm is in the way of like, um, like open. Maybe. Are you sensitive? I'm not a bitch. No, uh, uh, I could totally see warmness off you. I think 100%. I think you're a warm guy. I'm a warm guy because you're because you're vulnerable. Whether it's on the podcast or talking to people who you just met, because you're vulnerable and stemming from just a sense of self comfort. Like I'm, I'm assuming that. You're kind of like based off X amount of things that's happened to you, you're comfortable with who you are, right? Yeah. And so if I because you're so open and vulnerable, I feel comfortable talking to you, which is warm, you're embracing. I don't feel like 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 I don't know, someone who's very kind of like, I don't know, facade filtery, kind of like I don't know, what I'm trying to say. You're 
because you're so open and vulnerable, it makes me comfortable to want to tell you things about myself, which is more It's nice. also just, like, you, the way you, like, handle yourself is just warm. Like, the way you portray, like, easy, yourself easy. or how you speak. And- I think, once again, it comes from the side of me being a people pleaser because I want to make other people have a good time. Oh, my God. It's fake warmness. Everything comes from fake being a people It's warmness. fake warmness. And then the last one's you're good at connecting with others. Depends who it is. That really depends I think that, who it is. Yeah, that's true. But it, when you do connect with people, it's deep connection, though. Yeah. 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 Um, um, now my weaknesses. I agree with some of these, and the first weakness that a console has is worried about their social status. That is one hundred percent, without a doubt, so true. Yeah. Dude, that's so um, you for real. Right after Cody's birthday party, you know, the first thing I thought, Ryan, what? Holy shit! Did that, do those people dislike me? That was the first fucking thing I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just part of me. It yeah. is who it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is what it is. And like, I have to differentiate between that being valid or that being um just like. Your my anxiety. insecurities yeah. well I, there's i don't think there's anything to differentiate bro like i think it's always your insecurity <laughs> yeah. like, um <laughs> but yeah i agree like like cody's birthday party happy birthday cody if you're listening um, cody. the first thing that i thought as soon as i got home and i left the party was hmm i wonder if those people hate me or not right like that's yeah. the first i didn't I even that. think oh did i have a good time it was yo do these yeah. people fuck with me or no um inflexible um i don't think on, that's true i think you're pretty flexible yeah like, i think you're flexible how are you doing today? Oh, that is lovely to hear. Yeah, he got the socks and the sandals on. Yeah, I wish that guy has drip. Look, at those pants he's are like cool. Like too. That guy's such a sweetheart. Dude, those are um, Uniqlo pleated pants right there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, inflexible. I agree with that to a certain extent. When it comes to things, um, like I don't really support the usage of meth. I'm kind of inflexible on that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, it's more of like. Like I have no I example, try but... new shit all the time. Yeah, I don't even like seafood, and I hate fish and chips. But yesterday I tried fish and chips because yeah. I was like, "Fuck it." It wasn't that bad. Um, it was Those like, fish and chips were bad like though. Seafood? I don't like seafood. No. One time um, we yeah. were gonna, we were gonna get sushi, but I forgot Nico didn't like sushi. Any sushi at so, all? I don't like. I don't like raw fish. So then, but he's just got like three sushis, and he's like, "Oh, I can't eat this." And I'm like, "Bro, but you just..." So then I had to eat some of it, and then we had to spread the sushi out so it looked like he ate it. Because <laughs> like you know when you spread it out, so it looks like you ate it. Okay, oh, excuse me, I just burped. Um, I don't agree with this one at all. It's reluctant, it re- reluctant to innovate or improvise. That's not. I don't true. really agree with that. You can think on your feet. I think you can. Yeah, I'm yeah. um, like we've had like even during shoots or shit. I can, oh, Derek's dick is staring at me. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I even what, off it's before. not. Even, it's just no. It's just staring at me, bro. I mean, I'm uh, assuming you prefer to have everything planned out, though. You prefer I, not yeah. to improvise. I mean, you like you you saw that big ass paragraph I texted you of the episode. Oh yeah, for today, yeah. right? Like, and I love to see that I, when yeah. I when other people are organized, I fucking love it. Because yeah. that means we're on the same page. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. I'm the least organized man. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I have to organize for this guy. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's the that's but, the duality of beer sauce. So right I agree with it in a little bit, but yeah. I improvise quite a decent amount. And vulnerable to criticism is one of my weaknesses. Depending, I I agree with that sort of like. As an example, if someone DMs the Beer Sauce podcast Instagram, I'll follow that by the way. If someone DMs that and sends a video of them coming on my face like a printed photo of it and saying i hated this episode so much i just had to come on your face just wait that a good thing though? that's a, a good thing no but they hate cummed it was hate oh hate fuck it was all like black yeah it was at yeah. the dark side it right? was black like, it was like, evil i'm night. obviously cum was white yeah. not red <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take that not well right um but then when it comes to criticism where people like can present it to me in a way that is organized, in a way that is true, and a way that I resonate with. Yeah, I'm gonna take that criticism beautifully. 
So it depends on what it is. But if someone just sends a video of them coming to me and saying they yeah. hate the podcast so much, they have to like, own me. What if uh, you go play League of Legends and you like feed a little bit, like, and someone flames you? Like, are you taking that personally? Um, I just wouldn't catch myself lacking playing League, bro. Okay, but that's true. But you know my example. Like, yeah, it depends on what like, it is. Well, even like say in video games, like yeah. this is it's an online space. There's no faces. Uh-huh. I'm usually nice and I will flame very minimally. Yeah. Or I will like int very minimally if people are like if some motherfucker is like saying the N word and being insane. Yeah. I'm going to not take that great. Right. Uh-huh. Like I might int on purpose and I might um, throw an omen blind at them like on purpose oh right? that's not good um and I, then they'll say the n-word more by accident um and then I, they're gonna go like and call their mom that yeah. word because you made them mad <laughs> um and another weakness i have is often too needy i think this was true two years ago but then after becoming friends with derek you like can't you can't be a needy person was oh, derek not needy i'm i'm like what's the opposite of needy not needy don't give a fuck yeah, yeah. i'm like, tatted i'm up. learning I don't give a fuck. i'm learning to not give a fuck right now yeah. well i and, think needy sounds bad i think what's what's like a more like distinguished word for me i guess like codependent if, if that yeah is. i guess so i don't know i i think needy what is the, the what it's you, safer needy? he's needy for social uh validation because you can be needy yeah in a lot i of am ways. but i just don't express it and i just deal with it well, think, what is it yeah. safe about needy though? um it says consoles need to hear and see a great deal of appreciation okay yeah so and, it's social you know what i think ba- just based on everything you said here especially for the for the the maybe not the fear but the the whole the taking criticism seriously is stemming is stemming from just your your mega super big doja casa house of care that you have for things that or, or any project or things that you do you care a lot so did you watch the barbie don't... movie <laughs> yeah. I think it's a dojo house dojo. that's what i was trying to say yeah yeah but like you care a, a lot about just the things that you do and the people that you hang around with right and so if you were just a carefree individual um what people thought of you or criticism just wouldn't phase you because you don't give a fuck why would it matter but yeah. because you you care about um, who you are and the people around you and the things that you put your passion into because you care about it a lot. All those things that you mentioned of being a console are so saturated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I oh, dude, this I fucking think, guy. I mean, smart. one of the ways that people are that close to me, even my girlfriend experienced this, is they get less need. You want to say hi? Say say say, say what? We're, up. we're live right now on radio. Okay, so what should I say? Anyway, I whatever you want. You, you want to say the world. Yeah, what do you want to say? To the, give us some life advice. Life advice, like I'm doing assignments, so I don't have advice now. Um, what's one thing you want to tell your younger self? Younger self, do whatever you want to do. Don't wait too much. That's a pretty <laughs> good Respect. one. You're a well. Do whatever you're, you want to do. You're a good kind young Are man. Are you doing what you want to do now? <laughs> oh, don't forget your book, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. bowling, bowling. <laughs> bowling that was pretty cool <laughs> okay i think i think oh, he wants i was to saying bowl. like i think a lot of people that are close with me so it's like you and my girlfriend have noticed that they've become less needy after like being close with me yeah. just because i don't take that well because why not well i don't take someone being needy from me well okay because yeah, yeah. i then i want to distance myself more i uh-huh, i uh-huh. i don't I'm unco- it's not that I don't like. I didn't choose for this trait, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm uncomfortable when people rely on me, sort of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I, don't know, I wish that wasn't the case. But when people 
rely on me. It makes me uncomfortable. And then I like subconsciously just need to distance myself. And that's why like when I'm home, I like don't, I'm not in contact with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I won't call. I won't text yeah. as much as I can because one, obviously the phone addiction thing. Yes. Yeah. But also like, I feel like it's an inf- a big infringement on my free time. Yeah. And it makes me like triggered. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But also, also when, when you need to be relied on, is it a lot of pressure that you put in yourself? Like if all these people re- need something from me, it's like, you feel like it's pressure. I feel like it's overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. I don't, I don't know about pressure. Cause I don't feel like the pressure to perform anything, but it's like, Oh my god, I'm overwhelmed. There's a lot now, of shit. Now going I have on. to do this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And especially like like your your own personal time is very meaningful yes. to you where it's like this because you need your own I need my coins back. Yes, exactly. I need my coins. Um and the last one I have is like this is like equivalent to when you're interviewing for a job and it's like I care too much uh-huh. and you're trying to say like negative things about you when the yeah. employer asks. It's too <laughs> selfless. <laughs> I don't think that's true, bro. Like, no lie. If I'm fucking hungry, but there's a starving kid, like, I'm eating that croissant, But you're a people pleaser, though. Well, I don't think it means, like, little starving kids. I think it's more I'm eating that croissant. You're eating the kid. Yeah. I'm I'm Hannibal. Um, (laughs) Too selfless. That really is, like, the interview thing where it's like, huh? It's not even, like... Like, I just try too hard. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You guys came to me today, though. We live a city apart, and you guys came to me. Yeah, but this motherfucker drove, Oh, okay. I don't think that's... (laughs) I don't think that's. I think selfless is more like you're willing to put yourself in uncomfortable positions to, like, um, help somebody. Out. I have limits, but I will do that. But I have limits. I mean, yeah. uh, this is one thing that I respect so much is he, Nico has this like really big fear of puke. Oh, that's my like, big my biggest like, fear in the world. Yes, is we've up. talked about yes. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I one time this was like a week ago. I bit my lip really hard. Oh. And you know when you bite your lip and then it like gets a little bit bigger. So then your probability of biting your lip again is yeah, just like a little yeah, bit higher. Yeah. Well, then I do it again. And then I'm like, fuck, like my lip is completely fucked up. But I still want a poutine. So when we go to the bar, I get a poutine. Yeah. And then I bite my lip again. And this time, this time it's like, wow, this is like the most pain I've experienced oh, in like a yeah. couple months. Because it was like two pre-bites and then it was that final bite. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like slapping my leg and I'm like, and I'm pointing to the washroom. I thought he was about to throw up. And he thought I was about to throw up. And I just bit my leg. So I run to the washroom and that's his biggest fear. And he still comes with me, even though that's his biggest fear. He thinks I'm throwing up. But then I'm just bleeding in my mouth. (laughs) I thought he was about to throw up, but I was like, oh, fuck, I got a clutch for bro. So that's pretty selfless. But I don't think too selfless is bad. Sometimes I mean I'm not gonna give all my fucking money away. I never yeah. donate to kids at McDonald's. Exactly. Bro. Um, but you you would go out of your way for for the people that you t- that you care about. And I think that's a life. positive. Yeah, and yeah. that's what yeah. comes yeah. down to loyalty. It doesn't necessarily is, have to yeah. be like any random person you see is arbitrary person, but for the people like who the you care about, you would go out of your child. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think the three times I've taken this once again, I've gotten entertainer, protagonist, and now console. Uh-huh. I have, and those are in. There's four categories for the MBTI quizzes. Yeah. I've hopped categories. Like I went from action to comedy to like thriller. So in what, the Netflix what's the last one? The last category is Sentinel. What, is that yellow? No, purple. Uh, Sentinel's blue. I've never gone blue. So I've gone okay. from yellow to green to blue. Maybe uh-huh. when you're older, you'll be. A that blue. sounds very authoritative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, like I've gone. I'm all over. I'm on the spectrum. Like I've gone. All, <laughs> He's I mean, on. The I've spectrum. gone all over the spectrum. Of I think colors, you're on right? the spectrum. 100. percent And we should preface and, these things too, where it's like there's no one hard answer. You can kind of shift in and out, yeah. left and right, up and down on a certain day. And like here, like Nico changed 
fucking three personalities in the span of what three years um like five okay five years but still there's there's nothing about this is hard and rigid so you and can it's not like of, weird yeah. to switch or anything like, yeah different like you go through different phases of your life where you have different influences you're as well you're gonna, yeah. yeah yeah but like i think i don't know i've i a lot of people would classify me as extrovert i don't agree with that yeah i think i am more like sometimes if there's like a two-day span in a row where i don't go out and i don't talk to anyone i do kind of want to hang myself yeah but um i, I try to do something every day yeah. if that's just going out to skate uh-huh. or hey i have to pick up some more aqua vr sunscreen yeah i'll go pick it up so right? at blue moon bubble tea shop. yeah at blue moon bubble tea i'll go right um but i know derek you were saying you don't even like your new personality because you switched up again right man i wish i was the old me y'all <laughs> i uh Okay. What, what did you What did you get okay, when we so, took this like two years ago? Um. So when we took this two years ago, I was in like a. The thing is, rose tinted glasses, right? Because yeah. when I look back at like nostalgic things, I, I wouldn't say I'm really sentimental with objects, but like with nostalgia, I'm very sentimental. When I look back at like previous times, I always look at them with like rose tinted glasses. Yeah. I'm always like, wow, like it was so good. In reality, was it that? You were hella no. miserable, dude. I'll, I'm playing it up in my head because I, I just do that. Yeah. Um. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. It's like. But even though I can acknowledge it, I still can't change that mindset. But when I, we did that test, though, the thing is, I didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Um. But I, there was like this art, there was like this beauty and like not having anything, but like still t- trying to be the person you want to be. And in a sense where when I got, okay, so I had entertainer. Yeah. For context. So. I think, I mean, everybody, did you had it, Ryan? Right? I didn't have entertainment. No, I had entertainment, but, but you, so you were my grade 11 self. So I was you in grade 11 because I wanted to be, because, um, going into when I started working at Starbucks, I really, really wanted to be more extroverted Yeah. because I just like had no social skills. Mm-hmm. I'm blaming quarantine. It wasn't my yeah. fault, Yeah. but I had no social skills. So I was like actively like putting myself in situations where I'm like, I want to get better social skills. I yeah. want to be extroverted. And like, since I had that drive even though I didn't have as many friends right now and objectively my life is better right now, since I had that drive, it made life like kind of good as well. Yeah. Where I'm not that right now. I'm not in like an improving state where I want to be better and everything. Mm-hmm. But when I was, what was it called? The entertainer. Yeah. I felt like really good about myself because I would go to work and like the star would make floor, everyone laugh right? and I would just like make everybody laugh. And then you get coins off that. Yes, yes, I did. I would go to work, but that's also because I didn't have like friends outside of that other than like Nico, but you were also like super busy where we, yeah. and like having only one friend is just not good as well. That's not healthy. Like only one relationship. So it was sort of like, I got coins from that, but it's like, I couldn't get coins from anything else really. Cause I didn't have a lot of relationships. So I'd go to work and I would be like this hembo character like really stupid like i was like a blonde girl like i was like <laughs> oh my i acted like a blonde girl i'd be this really stupid guy that made everybody laugh in reality i wasn't like i'm not like that yeah but i acted like that to be like the class clown like you mm-hmm. used to i wouldn't like pull my butt cheeks out or anything yeah but my i've fault. seen nico's butt my cheeks wow this is peak comedy at the time <laughs> yeah. so that was the one i liked myself the most mm-hmm. because i was working on myself yeah now i got and it's lame as fuck. Hey, that's an iPhone. I thought you were on that Nokia grind. I bought it, but they haven't sent me an email to pick it up. But it's oh, been a while. got scammed then. Well, I, I hope it, it, it'll it come know. soon, hopefully. <laughs> if not, then I... Fuck it. I, it wasn't meant to be. I got the... Le, 
logician. Ah, how do you say this, bro? Logician. No, that's log that's logican. Logican. So I got logician. the logician. <laughs> and I don't agree actually at Whoa. all. I, not at all. Wait, what's the letters? What's the letters? Um it is INTP. INTP. Oh, okay, interesting. So I agree with some of them, but they're very broad. So if it's very broad, I'm going to agree with it. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of them where I'm just like, well, that is not me at all. And I think one of the reasons why is because I don't want to like be like, oh, I'm so quirky. Like, I'm so different. I'm main character, right? But I'm actually just like weird. And I'm not saying that as a good thing. Like, I wish I was like normal, but You're I feel like I'm, I I can't be categorized. Like, I think they need to make like a new, a new like personality called like, the fucking idiot. The fucking grimace. <laughs> the, the, the troll. Grimacer. The, like, the troll. Yeah. And then that'd be... Because I feel like it's really hard to pin me down. I'm not trying to be quirky. What is but... the first line in the introduction for you? Um, These flexible thinkers enjoy taking an unconventional approach to many aspects of life. Now, That's I agree with that. That's kind of true. No, that it is true. Bro. But I'll go into what I don't agree with. But yeah. that one is true. I do take an unconventional approach to the aspects in life. Like, I have my own religion, bro. Like, and this is... <laughs> he does. <laughs> so He's writing like his own Bible. Yeah. Um... And they often seek out unlikely paths, mixing what willingness to experiment with personal creativity. That's also true, dude. I think you're. I think you are a logician. Maybe I'm in bro. denial. Yeah. Am I in denial? I think that you're I'm in denial that you have an L personality or something. <laughs> Bruce shit, Banner is a logician. Yeah. So is Abed Nadir from Community. Oh god. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and, and Bill Gates. And Albert Einstein. But Open the Homo. thing is, I think the really broad, general, like. Um, willingness to experiment with personal creativity and stuff is like pretty spot on. But so there's a lot of them I don't agree with, and I'll get into that. But um, the first thing that it says is um, the most influential philosophers and scientists of that all time is. have been logicians. <laughs> I'm a philosopher. You straight are. Zoolism, guys. <laughs> and I think that that's really funny because I've like made that my personality for like the past month. And this is just like the first quote is from Albert Einstein. Like I'm a fucking genius, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, the genius in the making right here. Yeah. Um. So what, what are, are the strengths and weaknesses? Well, I'm going to say what I don't agree with. For sure. I'm going to say what I agree with. So um, I aren't afraid to stand out. I'm, I totally agree with that because I, 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 when I fall asleep, I listen to like a set like five video playlist on YouTube, and one of them is called the, the courage to be disliked. Sorry, so you, what? Say that so again. The courage to be disliked. Okay. So it's about just like doing what you want to do, uh -huh. and it doesn't matter if people dislike you and actively yes. trying to be yourself. Uh -huh. So I am not afraid to stand out. And maybe that's because I have listened to that for like 200 days straight. Yeah. But, um, Did you read the book, The Soul Art of Not Giving a Fuck? I, he wrote the fucking book. I, oh my I God. have read the book, but I was like 18 and like really like Shapiro pilled. So <laughs> I, I felt the same way. So I was recommending the book when I was like 16, 17. And, yeah. I, and I read the first little bit and I was like, this is really mean. I don't like it. And yeah. then going back to it now, like, I don't know, X amount of years later, being in my mid 20s, I really, uh, I, I gelled with it more. Really? And so, yeah, I would, because uh, then, yeah, you, you just essentially you're saying that like you're not special. So that's why I tell this guy every day. The, yeah, you're not you're not special. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, that is do true. whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. You're not special. Do whatever. I and, have that book. Yeah, and so I took it like I'm not special. What I took it very personally. Yeah. But then as as I kind of like matured and kind of like just lived life more and understood just like who people are and what what matters or what doesn't. Nothing fucking matters. Exactly. Do whatever the fuck you want to exactly. do. And that's why I'm yeah. that's why I'm trying to like 
get a fucking face tattoo, bro. So nothing I, fucking so matters. I just, do well, it, so I just don't give a fuck. Well, but you're too beautiful to get. A no, face but tattoo. I want to get a clown. I want to get my nose red, and I want to. I want to look like the, the guy from in. It. Yeah. I think event. I, I I mean, one. I want a hand tattoo eventually. You just uh, have to fill up your arms. For a yeah. practical concern of that is though, but your hand always moves, so they, the the uh, hand tattoos don't age th- the best because your skin's always moving, right? So it, it wears in. Just rub Tiger Bomb in it. It'll be oh yeah, well, what about Tiger Bomb though? Uh, yeah, that, you're <laughs> fine. I I initially read that book when I was like eighteen, and I was a bot, so I don't think I could really. Yeah. It didn't really resonate with me, but I could. Try again. I don't like reading books. Audiobook. <laughs> Ooh, or can just, you narrate it, dude? I'll do it. I'll read it. I'll read it. <laughs> you gotta narrate yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> Honestly, I w- I I'm not. I don't mind doing it because I kind of want to reread it again. So no. when it, me rereading it, I'll just record myself can doing you, it. Like on a voice, dude. And then <laughs> a massive voice memo. And then, you, dude, we're gonna be like, we're gonna turn into like Tyler Durden <laughs> from Fight Club. Oh my god, have you watched that? I haven't seen Fight Club. <laughs> it's oh shit! You can't like Project Mayhem. Cody was talking about was Cody was talking to me about that the other day that like Fight Club is like fucking fantastic. I haven't seen it. I'm I still yet to give see it. it. Like it, but don't I tell me it. shit about it. I, want, I, I still want to see it. I didn't like it, but I could see how it's empowering to like incels. Mm-hmm. I need to pee. I'm really uh, sorry. Yeah, I have to go pee as well. I'm really sorry. I'll stay here. We can pause. I don't have to. Okay. Okay. How long is it? Uh, we are back from pee break. Um, we were just going over Derek's personality. Um, um so another thing that I agree with is yeah. that I I really take l- logic and rationality seriously, in a sense that I judge people when they're irrational, sort of. Yeah. Like when people are like make the worst decision <laughs> even like movies in real life i'm yeah. like dude like what the fuck just be rational i understand like making decisions with your heart yeah is something that everybody does like i don't know i dropped out of school because i fucking wanted to yeah but at the same time when you see people like take make a worse decision because they're irrational it frustrates me so much like schmosby ted mosby from how i met your mother please stop <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah um and the things i disagree with are one of the biggest points of like the logician is the fact that like um they're always thinking you know they have so many thoughts in their head and they're in like a daydream state sort of there's so many like debates in their head you do be thinking bro. no there's nothing up there but no i think you think so much that you're numbed bro okay well <laughs> if that's the case i, I wouldn't be able to tell if i disagree or agree but i yeah. if I don't really think that much. Like in the shower, I'll think of like ways I could have won an argument like three years ago, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, and perceived as uptight or friendly, I just don't think that's true. Uptight or friendly. Like maybe Wait, those are two different things. Or unfriendly, sorry. Oh sorry. sorry. Yeah. It's really interesting how you you don't so you're saying that you're you're not constantly thinking, yet uh unrational decisions bother you. Ooh. Bro just checkmated Ooh, you. Well, I think it's Ooh. I think a lot of people's unrational decisions are from a lack of self-respect. Okay. Or like they just what's I don't know what's what's a way you I fold it to let's say because I make unrational decisions all the time mm-hmm. like um see I don't actually because I don't remember oh, any shit. of the last but it's I think when I'm I definitely do make unrational decisions but I think a lot of the times it's it's for me it's based on like is this cringe or not <laughs> not like is this <laughs> rational or not yeah that's my sort like how of okay so how it's perceived by other people if it's being cringe or not or me I, I I think I hate being cringe because then I'll not like myself and being because being cringe is weird yeah so I hold myself to a high standard of not being cringe but also so. you do whatever the fuck you want to do oh well but that's the thing because I want to make thirst traps, but there's a line, you know? Okay, yeah. Like, I, will, I won't make a thirst trap, but I want to. 
Because there's a line to that. It's like, yeah. that's too it's, I want to do meth, but I'm not going to for yeah. right now. Okay. Or like smoke a cigarette. Like, that's pretty cringe, but I want to do it. There's yeah. just like, a, there's a line that has to be yeah. there. Um, and this is the biggest one that I disagree with so much. It's like a logician. They compared them to Sherlock Holmes. It's like they they can spot ir- irregularities and like so don't try to lie to a logician because they're always thinking about how things are wrong and right. It's like no, like that, that I'm I'm not Sherlock Holmes. I sometimes Holmes. tell this guy the most fabricated bullshit ever, and, and he believe believes it. it bro. So <laughs> that's it's like the logician thinks all the time. Yeah, but but you I, I, you don't feel like you are. It feels like. I mean, I might be thinking, but it feels like it's overthinking. Like, Sherlock Holmes? Like, there's yeah. no way. I'm not. I'm fucking Derek Davidson, you know? <laughs> Derek Davidson. On a surface level, when you were reading the description of a logician, it made sense. But going further into, like, yeah. the strengths and weaknesses, I can agree with you. Like, some of these don't match you. And it's, like, sort of like a problem-solving genius. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you find your type of thought to be much more higher in quality than quantity. So when you do think it's very, very deep, oh, but you do it less often. So you're not constantly buzzing, 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 yeah. surface level thinking all the time. Yeah. All the time. But like when you are in thought, you're deep. Exactly. In so you're basically yeah. just grinding so alt orbs for the whole that, round. That could be kind of Sherlock Holmesy if he's like in his office doing a line of coke, like, okay, we need to figure out this case, you know, because you know, Sherlock Holmes was a fucking cokehead. Wait, he was real? Well, I don't know if he was real, but was he real? Dude, honestly, Sherlock, everything we, was real at one point, That's bro. true. Like, Santa was probably real once. So, it's sort of like, if I'm just, like, walk, like if I go through daily life, I'm not thinking, but if I watch Interstellar, like, I'm like, holy shit, I'm gonna yeah. think for, like, a bit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So I, the, the quality of thought is there. Yeah, but it, I wouldn't say it's, like, it, it specified, like, spots out irregularities and, like, the small things, where it's just, it's okay. just not true. It's, I, I don't agree with that. It's, so do you not relate to Bruce Banner? You don't. You don't relate to who's Bruce Banner? The Hulk. I don't really know a lot about like the Hulk or okay. the Avengers. No lie. <laughs> it's basically the strength is like analytical. I don't think I'm analytical. Okay. Like I'll analyze like Interstellar because that's like a crazy yeah. like theory. And I like um, I like aliens. You know, I like conspiracy okay, theories. Yeah, but me too. I, I won't like. They analyze everything that they come across from research data to the behavior of people around them. I, that's just not true. I don't analyze any of your behavior. <laughs> no, Interesting. Like, no offense. <laughs> you should do this. Oh, so did, you, did you do this at like three in the morning? No, this was like the I had post nut clarity. Oh, like, oh, so you were at you were at peak Christ yeah. form. I so, think it's just I fit into a lot of these categories, but my brain is like fucked up. Like uh-huh. I, I'm like brain dead. Um, so I don't think they expected a logician to be brain dead. I'm, I'm like a brain dead logician. You know, those exist too. Like spread awareness guys. Okay. Yo, okay. Maybe like, I mean like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like it's very hard to classify a personality type of people that spill milkshake on each other. <laughs> and then <laughs> as a joke, we, ha- we have to, it wasn't like a spill. It was like a throw. Okay, no, we knew it. it can, Derek, can you explain to the people why we did that? Because so, we have never gotten more DMS about anything we there's no context of that too so yeah we go to waves coffee we're thirsty yeah and they have this um they have this this new frap frap called a frappe yeah it's a blue Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful blue disclaimer it wasn't busy so we ordered it okay yeah so i'm like yo i want the blue thing and you also get the blue thing and the funny part was 
since we got the same drink but on separate transactions they like didn't realize there was two so but then nico wouldn't ask them because i got my drink and then like 15 minutes later he still didn't get his but there was nobody in line yeah so they clearly forgot but, but i he wasn't gonna go ask up. what i wasn't gonna fucking ask that's so rude bro that's so, so we rightfully paid there. for your milkshake. <laughs> nah, that's so rude. So we waited like 20 minutes and then, and then I finally, finally asked. No, when I was going to go up to tell them, he <laughs> fucking went up. Is <laughs> that like, a people pleaser trait? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I was going to go up, but the thing is when I was going to go up, I was going to be like, this guy's scared. And he was like, no, don't <laughs> do that. So, um, so then we get the shit, the, the milkshakes or the frap, or whatever they are. And then we walk outside and we were like, that's so funny. Like, um, he, you just didn't go get it. Cause they were, the girl was like, he waited like 20 minutes. Ha ha ha. So they were like, spit, they're making fun of you. For yeah, not but asking. I wasn't gonna fucking. Ask. I I used to be a barista. I know what it's like, bro. So then I don't know what come why this comes to my head. Maybe I am Sherlock Holmes because I'm Sherlock Holmes of comedy. Yeah. So, so at this point we left the store. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, yo, like, how funny would it? I don't. How did I say it? So um, me and Derek were now walking away from Waves. Um, which is the cafe we ordered from. And Derek was like, bro, how funny would it be if we walked back in with the drink poured all oh over God. our heads and be like, yo, someone threw it at us. I, I don't oh know why I would God. even think about that. Yeah. That's like, fucking what? genius. How did that come to my so, head? So then after five minutes or five to 10 minutes of hard debating whether we wanted to do this or not, what we decided to do was Derek would throw the drink at me and I would throw the drink <laughs> at him. And then we would walk back into Waves Coffee, convince the employees that someone else threw the drink at yeah. us because oh. <laughs> who does that i know who does also You're traumatized it's, it's really weird place. because we weren't it wasn't even for content like i was ready to throw it at him he was oh, like we, we should weren't record, gonna record right? we first. weren't even gonna we're record gonna it. oh this it. is just to fuck with them for yeah. your own enjoyment yeah. yeah what the fuck yeah so like so i don't like i don't know why we decided to do that but i feel like it's why did you say yes to it because it's fucking hilarious the reason bro, i said yes is because i thought about the fact of regretting not doing it. Were you close to home? Like, could you? No, like, we were. No, we were in Stevenson. We, we were like we were an, like hour, an hour, hour away from home. home. Did you have clothes to get changed into? No, <laughs> no, but it was hot outside, okay. so like we could. We yeah, but I still smelled like grimace shake, yeah. bro. <laughs> but the, I just didn't want to regret not doing it because yeah. the moment I presented the the thought to you, you like spat your drink out because it was so funny that like the woman behind. Like the woman behind you was like, that had to have been so funny. Yeah. So I just, I felt like I would have lived in regret if that never happened. Yeah. yeah. So we so. ended up doing, but I feel like it's hard to classify someone who does that and come no. up with those ideas in a personality. Um, That's fucking chaotic, bro. That's I'm original. Bro. Yeah, hey, I'm original. We need to do it. That is, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, true. That's and you do shit because you don't give a fuck. You do yeah. what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm open-minded though. Is that one of the strengths? One of the strengths is open-minded. Driven by curiosity and intense desire to learn. Oh, come on. Oh, well, to on. create zooism, you must have had to curate a certain amount of knowledge to influence you to create that religion. I think it's, I'm not, it, for me, it, it sort of seems like they, they, they were this, like, I'm like an intellectual genius that I'm in STEM. It's sort of, it, they word it like, oh, oh, like this guy goes out of his way to read Wikipedia. <laughs> you I do either. go browse on Reddit a lot though. Sorry for exposing you. Yo. Yo, I'm sorry, dude. But I don't think I'm open-minded because I'm really stubborn and I think I'm right all the time. So I'm actually closed-minded. But <laughs> hey, that's I throw milkshakes, so it's hard to classify. <laughs> um, and my weaknesses are disconnected. I get lost in my own train of thought. Sometimes I'd be talking to you and I, like, I actually, I don't know. I don't know about my train of thought, but I think I can be disconnected from people, but not in the moment maybe just like long-term like emotionally. or maybe disconnected in general like 
maybe just disconnected from your own. Yo. Are you disconnected from your own emotions? Oh yeah. Okay. Every yeah. time I like get emotional in a movie, I rate it five stars because it's, I've, I haven't felt that in like three months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Have you guys dumb. seen that? Um, <laughs> have you guys seen that meme where the kid is like, he has he's recording his like game of COD and he's doing like a one v one wager and you're not allowed to use flashbangs, <laughs> but his opponent uses flashbangs, so he's like recording it on his iPad. He's like, oh, he disconnected. Yeah, yeah. He he used the flash <laughs> eyes. You could see. <laughs> And then the screen goes black, <laughs> and he's in his drawls. <laughs> Just this fat Mexican kid in his fucking tiny whiteies. <laughs> Guys, you look. You can, he's cheating. He used the flash. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Wait, how did that have a, anything? You know, to have do you seen it? this video? Disconnected. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it like once. I probably oh, Guys, you. look. <laughs> Um, use a black <laughs> people with this person type see rationality as the key to a better happier world yeah. and then they underestimate the importance of irrational values and I, they can be insensitive and I think that's true mm -hmm. I think when people make decisions that I don't agree with I just think they're stupid all the time <laughs> you, <laughs> which you, is pretty insensitive do you I find that you have tunnel vision a lot of the time 100% yeah. I'm, I'm like black and white okay that's like so, I mean, it wrong. does say objective though does it am I yeah is that what objective is well to be objective it's like Objective is like binary, like math. There's a uh, right or a wrong, right? Yeah, I and, am objective. It's yeah. sort of like that was bad. Like, even though it's like make it's to me when you make decisions based on feeling, a lot of the times it's just wrong. And I feel like objectively you shouldn't have done that. So I, I am like insensitive, or like when people feel a negative sad. emotion or irrationally sad, or just like I don't know. Like, let's say like you stubbed your toe, but you're like really upset about it. I'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude?" Instead of okay, being like, "Oh my god, like how's your toe?" Okay, well, no, it well, depends. But the toe is a bad it example. It depends. But... Like, it, it depends on what it is. Because the thing is, is I feel like I'm not that much of a complainer. Where if I am dealing with something, you know, it's like you know, it's like, oh, that's yeah. fucked up, right? Where like maybe if there's someone who like always has something going on, you like are like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah. Um, how's your empathy? Dog shit. Dog shit. Mm -hmm. Like really bad. Interesting. Like. I don't really feel bad for people. If my mom died, he'd probably sense. deliver me a tickle monster attack. Oh, bro. Well, one, I'm very uncomfortable with being vulnerable. Yeah. So let's say your mom died. I'd be like, oh, shit. Let's get go me, get, get a drink. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't know how to comfort somebody like that. Yeah. I'm just not really emotionally aware personally. But also, the empathy thing is really, really like weird. And I'm like ashamed of it. No lie. But when people are upset, I like... My initial reaction is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't be upset. Yeah. Oh, unless it's something very valid that yeah. you would get upset over. Well, it's in, in your eyes valid. Valid yeah. to you. Yeah. So there's like a filter. There's like the zooism it's, filter. It's sort of like I'm so black and white thinking like that where I, it's yeah. hard to feel empathies like and it like fucks with your relationships because really you don't feel bad for people yeah. like at all. Um, that's almost like the complete opposite of Nico. Yeah. Because you're so people pleasing. Me and this guy are yin and yang. Bro. Bro. I'm, completely I'm yin yang, yang, baby. Yeah, I'm yang. I don't even know this. I don't want to be yang. Why, why? What's yang? What's wrong with yang? I don't know. Yang is just better. Okay, I'm yang. I'll be yang. I don't mind being yang. <laughs> Derek ying. Okay, bro. Derek yang. <laughs> I don't know. But I, it's, it's hard for me to feel empathy like that. It's. It's definitely got something to do with like me being twelve, and then all of a sudden I was seventeen, and I don't remember anything. But <laughs> this is really, really interesting. This is wow. Yeah. How, do you find this affects your romantic relationship? A hundred percent. I like am the like I'm I'm the, I'm the world's worst comforter, probably. So when your girlfriend uh, gets mad at, or is upset, yeah, for something that happened at work, or or just is upset in general, 
you your job as their significant other yes. is to try to understand why yeah. they're feeling a certain way uh -huh. and how to approach that yeah. as their significant other. If it's a situation that you don't necessarily understand or you yeah. even adhere to or subscribe to, how are you going to approach that? I'll make a joke. The first thing I do is make a joke because coping with humor is just how I've always lived. But that's for your own exactly. trauma, though, or for your, your own being upset. So when someone else who's not you and is upset, what if comedy isn't their coping mechanism? Then I'm just a dick. Like, I just look <laughs> like a dick. And, like, I'm really bad at comforting yeah. because that's, like, the only way I'm actually even comfortable comforting people uh -huh. is just, like, making a joke about it. And your girlfriend, and that works on her. No. No. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Bella. This is... This is uh, it, I, I, sometimes if I really lock in and yeah. I'm like, okay, like, you know, when, you know, those like in like movies when like a virgin is about to have sex and he goes to the washroom and he looks at himself and we're like, I got this. Like, I got yeah. this. Uh -huh. I got to do that. Uh -huh. But if, if I do that, I'm more locked in and I can comfort better. Yeah. And a lot of the times you just hit the, it, I don't really know how to comfort that well. So the, I'm sorry kind of hits better than like, oh, ha, ha, like, sympathy over empathy. Yes. Yes. Um, it's much so, easier for you. And I have to like really lock in to, be comfortable comforting yeah. which is really hard for me because unless it's like a big big deal where i feel like i would get upset because yeah. i i've like trained myself to not get upset over stupid like even like average things uh -huh. um so once i feel like it's irrational i'm just like this is stupid this shouldn't be my problem do you think that something from your background yes your life experiences do you think that's kind of like or your your, your coping mechanism and you're kind of like avoidance of empathy and avoidance of yeah. feeling is just a way just to block out all emotion, block out all feelings so you don't have to process it. Oh, 100%. Like, if I watch a movie and I feel like it's too, like, personal, I'm like, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> not dealing with that, bro. Like, I haven't actually dealt with an emotion since I was, like, 12. Yeah. When I, like, first learned that I could be racist on Roblox to get rid of that, like, negative emotion, <laughs> I just, like, never turned back and felt anything ever again. Like, it's fucked up, but... So, and you're, you're 21 now, right? Yeah. So, man, child be, shit. Being night uh or sorry being nine years later from being 12 years old yeah on, on, on roblox that nine years almost 10 years now of repressing trauma uh -huh. do you find that you're a spring about to burst like, like or, or or are you at the point where it's so normalized that all your internal trauma that needs to be un unwound and uh, analyzed properly it's just completely irrelevant I'm gonna get the um, tissues for this guy. Uh, it's, it's, it, this is a, really interesting. This is question. really interesting to me. And I, I'm sorry if I'm putting you in a no, 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 no. I, I, this is I don't really, talk really about this shit because nobody asks prompts that are so well yeah. worded. I've never no asked that. No, that's so fair because yeah. I'm like I'm not. I don't have the IQ to form no, those exactly. questions. You know, no, no, a hundred percent. And like, if we go to the bear, like, I mean, also since. If you ask me that, I'm fucking joking around. But I feel yeah. like that's so worded so yeah. professionally. I gotta uh, be like yeah. professional. Like <laughs> I'm wearing a tux now. Yeah. Um, that's it's hard to answer because I get triggered really easy, yes. especially in romance, in romantic relationships where I like can be compassionate. And all of a sudden, boom! I'm like a fucking like the world's biggest hater in like half a second. Sorry, I can't hear this guy just going by. Sorry, like that again. If I I could be like really compassionate, really sweet, and like the smallest thing could happen where it like. Like, uh, one of my triggers, for example, is, like, feel like I'm being, like, handcuffed. Like, um, like I feel, if I feel like my autonomy is being inflicted on. Yes. Um, and that could be, like, so waiting, like, 30 seconds <laughs> for, like, t t t for someone to tie their shoes. It's yeah. Like, um, 
And then all of a sudden, I'm fucking like the world's most evil villain. Well, and you it's like, I just turn into like my dad. Because you have to wait 30 seconds of your time to wait for someone to tie their shoes. Yes, but it's not as relevant in like friendships. It's more like romantic relationships or my mom. Okay. So like basically how I, we describe it yeah. is like I just turn into my dad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, like boom. Oh, fuck. I just turn into Gabagoo for like five <laughs> minutes, bro. Shit was crazy. Yeah. But I'm back. Mm-hmm. So to answer the question of like. Um, do I feel like I'm about to like burst? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, yeah. yeah. I think with everyone has triggers just based yeah. on because, uh, I mean, I, th- I feel like traumatic events and tragedies can be seen as a blessing, yeah, for a lot of people. And I think just in life in general, where you want to put yourself in uncomfortable situations because that's how you grow as a human being. Yeah. Um, and I think when we have X amount of triggers based off traumatic events or whatever. The reason why they're triggers is that is because we haven't worked through them yet. Right? Exactly. So think, uh, say, think uh, I'm an athlete, and I, I pull a muscle, I pull my groin, yeah. or whatever, Ooh. and ow, I fucking hurt myself. I'll I hurt, I hurt my groin. I, I rip my ACL or something. Yeah. There, there's there is a muscle injury from overworking it, yeah. right? If I don't go to physio and stretch it out and work on it and re-strengthen that that point of injury, any point me extending my leg or something it's gonna trigger it out yeah because i didn't undo it properly i didn't work on it dude this guy's so, analogy so, 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 god <laughs> so if you have if you have say like you go through a really traumatic yeah abusive relationship right or you know cheated you were cheated on or, yeah. or something there are x amount of things were, were traumatizing to you if you kind of just like swallow it and just put it in your closet and never look at it or you don't go to physio, you don't stretch, you don't work yeah. out that point of trauma, that point of injury, any point of touch on that point of injury is going to trigger you. It's going to hurt. And so if you have all these things that trigger you, you have all these things that need to be undone, stretched out. Yeah. And so if you have triggers, that's just un- that's that's trauma, that's that's point that is still really buried super spring you know in clash of clans like the spring trap oh yeah and then like i run over and then i run over and i'm like boing and yeah, I'm exactly flying. exactly yeah. and so like if i tore my my groin if i'm gonna try to do the splits again without um going physio or stretching it out it's gonna trigger me it's gonna yeah. hurt and so to get rid of that trigger i need to stretch myself out i need to work on it i need to focus on yeah. the point of injury so next time i do the splits it doesn't trigger me it doesn't hurt yeah I think I've been like a really, really good at just like suppressing it. Yeah. But like slowly it sort of gets undone. I think that's inevitable with a lot of trauma. Undone as in like it's no longer triggering? No, as in like I can't just keep pushing it down. Yes. Because yes. I mean for my whole life it was just like suppression. Suppression, suppression. suppression. Yeah. But I think like recently in the past like, year, it's le- it's been leaking out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where I just get like fucking mad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. um So Yeah, okay. I mean the thing is I tried Physio. I, I went to therapy before, but it's sort of like I have really bad memory, and I, I know like bad memory is like um, a symptom of like PTSD and everything. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember like shit. <laughs> so when I like do go to therapy, I walk out. I'm like, did I go to therapy? And then it's yeah. How long did you go to therapy for? Like f- four months. Four months isn't a long time. No, but it's also like I was on insurance and I was draining. Yes, that's that. It's, that's yeah. and that's that's such a shitty thing too. Where it's like we have all these issues that we want to work out yeah. on, right? But four months in therapy, if you're going once every, I don't know, month. I was, once, it's just I was like, going like once every like week and a half. That, that's that's like less than four sessions. A session is fifty minutes to an hour. That's that's only that's like a three three and a half hour conversation. 
Well, I, a week and a half, like four months. That's like I don't know. But more what, than that. What, but... I'm, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. um, you need to really work. Like, if you have triggering points, you can't just kind of like acknowledge it once and kind of like, okay, that's there. Work on it a little bit. Yeah. And like here, like, you can't do the splits by stretching once. Like if, if I stretch for if I stretch once a week for four months. It's not gonna really. I'm not gonna get that. Nah, that's true. Oh. Dude, analogy. The thing yeah. is, I was I wasn't very open minded either. Yeah. Because being like going to therapy and actually making it work, you have to actually like want to be, be willing exactly to also feel it. Uh-huh. I wasn't willing to feel it. Yeah. I was too scared. You have to want you. You have to want to. You have to want to go to therapy and want to change, or yeah. else it's not gonna help. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at a point where right now where I'm also still too scared to like go do that. To be honest, so I'm just gonna be Bro, like a man child for a bit. Well, you can't just open up right away. You have to go slowly. Uh, rip, uh, sprain gr- groin analogy. I can't just. We're gonna do slow physio right at the beginning. Just easy oh, little stretches. Shit. Easy because I'm not gonna put you on the mega weights, right? Yeah. Uh, to fix your injury, you're gonna slowly, slowly ease into it, and then we're and then little by little, you're gonna become more and more flexible. You're gonna be more and more healed, lessening those triggers. You this know? is deep, bro. I'll pay for this like twenty dollars each of your therapy sessions. <laughs> Dude, you, better, you know how bro. expensive it is. It's crazy. Yeah, therapy it's like is very expensive. So it's like expensive. just go get a massage. Like go to big or just go massage. to like the bear and get a drink. <laughs> I don't. It, yeah, I, the thing is that I've like how I have worded it to like how for people to understand me is like sort of like eleven. Some shit happens to you, and you're like fucked up as yeah. like a kid, and you don't know how to cope as a kid. Exactly. But then you never learn, and then it's like every time you're in any sort of problem uh-huh. or like any sense of like um, emotional vulnerability, you're yeah. eleven again. Yes. Like, I'm 11 up there. Uh-huh. Like, I'm walking around like a coomer. <laughs> so, it's like every time there's any sense of problem or, like, uh, dysregularity in my life, I turn 11. You revert because that's a sense of normalcy. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's what it said in the thing. No, but, but, I mean, to, this is, to yeah. work on that, um, you have to... I think we said, we said this in the last episode, was to seek discomfort, right? Yeah. And so... You revert back to the state of being 11 years old because I'm assuming that's when you probably had a better grasp of things right yeah. before a, a traumatic event because that's what you're most familiar, most, most comfortable yeah. with. To kind of get out of that, like the stretching analogy, you have to slowly ease your way back into whatever it is doing to heal that process and then you can become renormalized. It's yeah. time to start stretching, guys. Ryan is single-handedly showing Derek's guy's dark crazy. side of the moon, because, bro. Yeah, because, I, I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's, it's even like... I've never really explained it the way I have, uh, like, other than, like, the last, like, how long was that, dude? Like, again, I just blanked that shit, to be honest. Like, <laughs> no lie. But, like, I've never really explained it like that because I've never been prompted with questions. Like well, that, I don't, I think that's Ryan's like question is so unbelievably well-worded. Yeah. Thank you. That you can give him such a direct answer. No, it's, like, so well-worded that, like... I would love to work on this more because this is really interesting because uh, Nico and I, we, we both have the protagonist and yeah. you guys are such yin-yang and so for me to look at it at a completely opposite point of the spectrum is really, really interesting to me. Yeah, it's it's interesting because to dumb it down like to our personalities, yours is, like, yeah. warm, like, I love you guys. Yeah. Sort of. Open and vulnerable. Open, and I'm, like... Like, don't fucking touch me. Recluse, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't touch me. Yeah. Like, let's go fucking fuck around, but, like, don't don't, don't touch me like that. <laughs> What's really interesting to me is that how you use different coping me- mechanisms because in the avoidance of wanting to feel. Yeah. Right? And when you want to feel, feeling feeling your, your, your trauma and feeling your emotion that you don't want to feel is me touching your injured groin. 
right? Because yeah. it's, it's, it's uninjured, Ooh, right? Groin, so you're gonna yeah. you're not gonna you're gonna sit in really tight position where it makes you yeah. comfortable. So right now my 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 knees are close are touching. My I'm I'm really balled up really tight because I don't want to stretch and open. Yeah. Right. Um. That's the position that you're in because you don't because any form of open movement is gonna trigger whatever spot my pulled groin, your undone emotions, and so the use of like comedy very 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 common among class medians anyways but like it's just pushing away pushing away pushing away but then you're gonna get to the point where you're suppressed so much you're just gonna fucking burst and unfortunately when you burst you burst on the people you're the you're most comfortable with oh sh- this guy's gonna pull up to I'm my gonna, house at 4am crying I'm or gonna, nah. your, or your significant other yeah you don't know right i think when we talk about burst it's for me, I can predict that burst. It's not going to be crying. It's going to be anger, for sure. Like, I'm going to punch you, bro. We don't, you, we don't want that to happen. We want to, already, we want to mitigate you yeah, going yeah. on a fucking Yo, GTA Sorry if rampage. I punch you, though, bro. Like, I mean, dude, well, it's I. It's, it's I. I. It's just I. Just one, just one. No, you, you one. get... No, okay, you get three punches over the course of a lifetime, okay? It's like uh, a slap bet. Yeah. Oh, bro. I have such a crush like, on the Am I mash? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem like I'm... It's, to me, it seems like I'm very far away speaking right now until like, until I go home and I'm overstimulated and I fuck up an edit and now I'm like angry and if I see Nico, I'll probably punch him. <laughs> <laughs> but it does translate where if you have, if you have um, stuff buried deep back in there, yeah. it's going to find its way out because it's yeah. going to need, it's going to need space. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm waiting for an earthquake. Well, I mean, I, the big one is going to come. I don't know when it's going to be, but I know I'm going to be right there for yeah. you while it's happening. Yeah. Right? I mean, and I'm not going to take I'm not going to take that punch personally as much as it's going to fucking hurt. But okay, I, I don't want to actually <laughs> punch you, dude. There's no, way. no, you get three. You get three. There's no shot. I, you get three. Bro. I, I can't imagine myself. You being grimaced that. yourself. You've you threw a grim. I got you. We grimaced ourselves, bro. I threw a That's grimace a bonding, milkshake at you. That's a bond. Who knows experience. what could happen next, right? Yeah. I feel like you're hurting, but you don't know that you don't even know that you're hurting. Oh no! Nope. Shit! Wait, I'm gonna cry on Derek's behalf. That's this crazy. Is, yes, I think. I think I can agree with that. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't feel that hurt, and it's because I've, I'm I'm just so good. Like if you had like. Um, a coping mechanism like yeah. standoff it's like so normal i'm like yeah. magnus carlson of coping mechanism <laughs> like i'm top one like i haven't i don't hurt because yeah. of like i'm always just there's i've just wired myself like i because i kind of parented myself yeah. like i never got yeah. parented or anything mm-hmm. so i kind of just parented myself to this like emotionally numb guy where you can't even feel bad but you can't feel great but let's let let's dissect the term coping though. You cope as a temporary mechanism. Temporary. But you just keep re-upping, bro. <laughs> you can't do it forever. You can't because then eventually it's th- then it becomes normalized, right? It's coping just takes care of the moment, right? Yeah. You you, you can't just keep on going over like, going like this forever because like you said, it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna it's gotta find a way to come out. It's gonna find its like, way to Yeah. It's like you know when you shake up a, a Coke bottle. analogy demon my god the thing is i i I know objectively my life would be so much better if i dealt with these things like my relationships would feel so much better yeah like i've talked about this on the podcast i don't feel excitement yeah or i don't feel my emotions are really dumbed down to like happy sad angry Mm -hmm. that's like it bro like i don't bro um, has three emotions in the bag yeah I'm, i'm like fucking inside out I got those like four like element and that's like, it. Yeah, that's about it. And it, it, I know my life would objectively be better because I don't. 
I don't know. It's it's sort of like I'm really walled off, sort of. Yeah. Um, and I know objectively it would be better, but I don't want to put in the work to do that because I feel comfortable now. Because it's uncomfortable to get there. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm comfortable because I've put I've played this like I've put this like absolutely delusional mindset in my head. But remember, and now I think it's real. Remember that we got to touch grass. Oh, I'm, t- I'm touching grass though. I'm t- Zooism other, reference. But we got to touch other grass. You gotta, you gotta go, go to across other the people's pond, lawns. You gotta go across the park. Gotta go across Man, the you gotta follow your own Bible, bro. This is no, equivalent no, to no, Jesus being no, no, gay, no, no, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> this is equivalent to Jesus no. liking it in the ass, bro. No. No. <laughs> no. Is, that's equivalent, no. bro. Um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, like objectively, that's right. I'm just like super uncomfortable doing it. And it's. But then you also th- think of it too, where. Um, you putting in uncomfortable work to f- fix yourself, I think would ultimately make your relationships better 100%. further down the line. Because God knows how uh, y- your current relationship or your friendships or your family relationships are going to go, whether better or for worse, right? And so we, we want to mitigate those things. And so you want to best prepare yeah. yourself for whatever's down the line. And so in, given in your situation where you have triggers and things that are um, adversive, right? Um, we want to best suit ourselves for whatever's going to come down the line, which means finding discomfort. 2024, Derek Zoo Therapy coming soon. I, I would love to see redirect you into a joke again, dude. <laughs> no, but it's, it, but it's, it's, yeah. yeah, there's some truth buried yeah. into it, right? It's not, it's, it is, it does have a community twang, but it, there's some truth to it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's when you, um, when you say like, I think you're hurting, but you don't know it, it's, it's, it's hard to, cause I agree yeah. objectively, mm-hmm. but it's hard to be like, I agree emotionally because I don't actually know because I'm so, it's out so of normalized. Touch. Okay. I'm so out of touch with myself. Uh huh. So like, cause you've buried it so yeah. far. It's so, like, I want to agree objectively, but yeah. like, Emotionally, I can't. I can't say. Uh-huh. I don't fucking know what I feel. I don't know why I feel. I don't know what I feel. I just live life brain dead. That's why I'm brain dead. I don't fucking know what. Do the you want to stay brain dead? For now, yes, because. But are you going to com- procrastinate the for now? Yeah, for now, for now, I for can now, speak for now. on his behalf. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So at what point do you not want to be brain dead? I think I need a wake up call. That's the, the real. This answer. is your wake up call. Having me on your podcast, this is your wake yeah. up call. Yeah. No, but I was thinking like my mom dying or something. That's not going to happen for a couple decades, bro. Yeah, I think a wake-up call for me would need to be, like, really, really big. On some, like, you know when, like, you, you, you're, like, you're, um, people, like, are alcoholics and then, like, they have an intervention? Like, that type of wake-up call. How about we intervention Derek right now? No, but that's not that big. Can I, can I make a prediction? Yeah. I predict that... How much money? Some... (laughs) (laughs) Make a bet with this guy. Someone's going to trigger you, you're going to react in a certain way, and it's going to hurt the people around you. Oh, and that's when you're, that's when. Or, oh, I have a prediction too. That will happen, but I'll think it's cringe. And when I think it's cringe, my whole like fucking facade is going to start breaking down. I'll be like, I'm fucking cringe. And I don't know. And then that'll drive you. Or, yeah. What if I said being brain dead is cringe? Yo, nah, because we're fighting after this, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck you, bro. We're fighting. I'm I, I'm sorry if I if I went too deep. No no no, 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 no. I know I totally fine. Yeah. One content, I love content. content yeah. Like the thing is, I'll say anything on this shit for content. Two, like it was personally uh, eye opening. Yes, eye opening. Like my job is to make you think. My job is to make me laugh. Yeah. And and I know you're not you don't think all the all the all the time. 
Yeah, no, no, but the thing is, I was thinking there to yeah, answer uh, your questions. And, and you were thinking very deeply right yes, there. Yes, that too. was very eye-opening, actually. Yeah. I'm going to re-listen to this and be like, damn. That guy's fucking, that guy's brain dead and he's cringe. I'll be like, wait, no. Yeah. Are you going to look into going to therapy after this? Honest answer, no. Because, man, because I got to go home and fucking, like, edit a Zesties, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, there's not that much time to commit to that for me right now. No, because there's really, there's some good, like, free therapy programs out there. I did this one therapy program. It's like a 24-hour-7 chat or whatever. And then you get to talk to them. And it's just really, like, great. I don't Omegle. know. Omegle.com? No, not Omegle. It's almost, it's kind of like Omegle, but it's like therapist Omegle. And they there's different kind of therapists. There's, like, trauma therapists. There's, um like sexual abuse therapists uh, and then there's like PTSD therapists and there's all these kind of therapists right and um I um uh, met this one therapist on there and um she was beautiful she was just this beautiful <laughs> young woman and um she well, somehow got all of these problems out of me that Ryan's doing for you today I had four more sessions with this therapist and I actually found out she lived um maybe like an hour away from me. Okay. So I was like, hey, if you want, like, we could meet up in person and I could repay the favor to you because you've helped me so much. I could repay you and help you as well. So we decided to meet um, just at a cafe and <laughs> we hit it off. Damn. And more on um, just a friend level, like, in the, like, I love you level. Like, this Whoa. person was so kind and so altruistic. Whoa. back. And she climbs so, trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just so many positive words. And um, we hung out as friends for a couple months, maybe two to three months before I actually got the courage to ask her out on a normal date. Oh. Even though she was dropping me hella hints, um, I just didn't have the courage to do so. And then um, we dated for about... Going? What the fuck? I'm telling my life story. Okay, you I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we dated for about two, three years. Um, before I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. And uh, then she actually asked me to marry her. I, I was just about to. It was so cute. I bought an engagement ring and everything. But then she asked me Whoa. like an hour before I was going to ask her. So I said yes. And um, after, you know, a couple years, we went through COVID. So we couldn't really have a wedding yet. Um, and then after a couple of years, we, we had our wedding and um, we had kids. I ended up actually having three kids and I didn't even want kids, but I had three. I had two little girls and this one beautiful young man. Um, and they grew up to be magnificent people all working such successful careers. Is and this a spoiler my... to something? No. Are you spoiling a TV show? I'm telling you, you my life. Oh, okay. what, I'm, this is an outro, Ryan. I'm telling you my life, okay? Okay. okay. And um, <laughs> oh, my... me and this me and this beautiful young woman, you know, we we became beautiful old people together. We aged together. We experienced together, and we changed together. And we went through so much. And um, at the age of 97, she unfortunately, um, I'm sorry, she was diagnosed with leukemia, and um, and it was a really hard time for me and the kids. And um, it was not easy, but I came to terms with it and my kids came to terms with it. And um, on her deathbed, you know, I could see the like the beepy thing, the beepy thing, like the, 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 the heartbeat thing was going. And just as it was about to go out, um, she told me to lean in real close and she wanted to tell me something. 
And her final instructions for me were to follow these specific Instagram and TikToks. What were they, Derek? B-E-E-R-S-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Beer Sauce Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Check out the Beer Sauce Podcast to keep up with highlights, lore, and what's going on in the Beer Sauce world. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you and for, having for uh, and therapizing changing, me, bro. Uh, I've never seen dude, this side of Derek before. It was incredible. This is like in King of Staten Island. <laughs> oh, when, my God. Like when Pete goes on his like, redemption arc. I think this is your I think redemption. This is you, my Bill Burr. Your, your movie, or that movie is you. It's literally, your your life is following. That's what that I'm movie. talking about. That's why, that's why I love that and movie. And then the wake-up call was the hospital scene. And then at the end... I need to get hospitalized. And then you're going to tattoo Ooh. my back. Oh, yeah. I need to tattoo your back. No, I got to get kicked out, and then we got to go live somewhere. No, we got to fight the pool. station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to tell my mom you tried to drown me. How the fuck would I do that? You're eight feet tall. <laughs> Above ground pool. <laughs> Above ground pool. <laughs> Beer sauce.